0: Get
2: hey everybody! Welcome to Slam for Our Radio for uh, what is it? It is September. <laughs> I That's why we write that. the stuff down
0: to avoid those moments. I
2: know, but I was watching him as opposed to the, the show
3: notes, <laughs> and it was wrong in the show notes anyway. So don't worry; yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's June twenty first, twenty eighteen. For those who are listening in the future,
2: well, we always do the next day, don't we?
4: Nope. Because yeah. I've been releasing same day, Hello. every time, anyways. For so.
0: months.
2: <laughs> months. <laughs>
0: Hello,
2: everybody. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 262. No. <laughs> <laughs> Summer's back for June 21st, 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn.
3: I'm another one of your hosts, Brian Bolivar. I'm back. I am Groot. Hi, <laughs> back. I'm Miguel.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back, Trevor.
0: Thank you. It's so good to be here. I missed you guys, even you, Brian. I missed the <laughs> listeners. That's not what we said.
2: Yeah, no. You said <laughs> something about... You, you said a lot of something. things.
0: A lot of things that were hurtful and mean, but thankfully I have no feelings, so they don't matter.
3: Don't give yourself so much credit. We didn't say squat about you.
0: Uh, I, I listened every week. Things were said. Mm. No. Yep.
3: No. I that think I like even it. heard you like it. I think
0: I even heard you, Brian, acknowledge the uh that flipperosity was a was a real word.
3: Nope. I didn't.
2: No, I kept saying it every week just to piss him off. <laughs> Worked.
0: Job well done. Virtual high five.
3: Yeah. Between that and, and Adriel just killing every lefty, like just every any hope <laughs> of a left handed person having any dignity. It's just uh it's over. I'm done. Because <laughs> I hey. heard of my ego.
0: Lefties are like the points on whose line it is anyway. They don't matter. They don't matter. And they're they're made up. (laughs) Left-handedness is not a real thing. (laughs)
4: Statistically insignificant. (laughs) Just make it for righties and it'll work itself out.
2: They're telling you that you're insignificant.
0: And that he doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, Filthy does. He's left-handed.
0: Now we know why he can't hit anything. It's not because he's a clone trooper.
2: You know what? He's going to so send you a picture of his Rifleman patch.
0: Or or I'll get to see him shoot the Texas Star again with the helmet on. Yes. Yeah. You notice he's only got two claims to fame?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he's a great guy.
0: Oh, he's an amazing guy. But that's not what we're talking about.
2: No, but he can't shoot. I've seen remind it.
0: Remind me of Jose, my club secretary, and the secretary for Ipswich New Brunswick. She constantly reminds some of us that we always have to look for the good in others.
2: It's hard for you, Trevor, isn't it?
3: I gave up Trev with you like, <laughs> years ago. No.
0: The reason you can't find any good in me, Brian, is why you like me.
3: Yeah. That's true, yeah. If you if you were like a real human, I would have no use for you at all.
0: <laughs> I human just fine.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, hey Kelly, why don't we get all along right. with the show?
2: Well good. We're not Mark. getting
0: along with each other. <laughs>
3: The Dysfunctional Family Podcast. Here we go.
2: That's what it is, isn't it? We're a big one. Happy, unhappy family. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, what we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have a uh, Remington 870. It has a 14-inch barrel, cylinder choke, speed sight, uh, Surefire 318 LMGA. Whatever that is. Foreign light. Oh, yeah.
0: That's what uh, it is.
2: Yep. It's foreign
0: light. Keep reading. Wait for it.
2: Magpul SGA stock. And That's a
0: stock, and it's made by Magpul. <laughs> You're welcome. It's for a shotgun, too.
2: <laughs> the H70,
0: to be specific. Just, just Whatever that just, is.
2: Just, just imagine I'm giving Trevor the finger. Okay. All <laughs> brand new for it. Well, this is $9.99, which is $1,000. Just add the $1,000, people. Anyway. <clears throat> Oh look at that! kind of summary. Brian, you're up.
3: I yeah, you but I'm not. One. I'm not ready. So let basically, somebody else go. Uh, you know, go
2: what? I'm the host.
0: See this gun right here? This is basically the 870 that the Calgary Shooting Center is selling.
2: It's yeah. Got the stock. That's nice.
0: It's got the 14 inch barrel. Mm. <gasps> Only it's not an 870. <laughs> it's it's the clone I won last year at the Cherry Shoot, which was awesome but he said so for the listeners who are watching live what Kelly just described the Calgary Shooting Center having for sale is this gun but in actual Remington this one has a leg up on the Remington this one has is threaded for chokes Mossberg chokes it's an 870 clone threaded for Mossberg chokes I don't I don't know so weird yeah. are
4: you going to are you going to have a gun for me to win at the Cherry Shoot this year
0: there will be uh, a gun at least a gun, unless any of the sponsors that Kelly uh wrangled up are getting guns. I know. You, can put, uh, you put my name on that right now. Okay. DC Armory is gonna put a gun on the price table for the cherry shoot.
2: Thanks, Denis.
0: So what it is, I don't remember.
3: Is it, uh, is it some bespoke Narenko nineteen eleven?
2: I was just <laughs> wondering if it was the one that never mind.
3: No, it's not <laughs> the not crack, crack slide. Crack
2: pencil. slide. <laughs> <Wow>. Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> that one's uh that one's gone.
2: All right, since Brian is uh, not no, ready. I'm ready.
3: No, I'm ready because oh. Trevor yeah, jumped in. See, it's Trevor. I understand. Trevor jumped goes, in Brian, and, and, and yes, thank you. It was all good. Mm-hmm. Why Why is
2: it that Kelly can't play along?
0: She's new to podcasting and hasn't really figured this out yet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Give, give, not give, give not just
2: a woman. And,
0: yeah, Woman's no. got nothing to do with
3: it.
2: You know, well, said no, that. No, I mean, no, to be fair, weird. no.
3: this is kind of a guy thing. We'll recover for each other. Yeah, oh, that's women nice, don't dude. cover for each other. Of course, we do differently.
2: Now, if it was a bunch of women, of course we'd be covering for each other. But it's a bunch of men and me.
0: We're in a meeting one time. Kelly and this lady said, "I oh feel like I'm the most God. hated woman in the room." And McClatchy speaks up and says, "Being a woman's got nothing to do with it." <gasps> <laughs> oh,
2: oh, I kind of think I know which meeting that was. Funny. Anyway. great, Brian, yes. stop talking
3: okay so <laughs> yes ma'am all right
2: yeah. uh let's see
3: um been loading some match ammo for service rifle um slowly but surely getting through uh, my pile of bullets i think i'm gonna have to get some more i think i'm gonna be short uh based on my plans for the summer um took a couple perspective members to the range my local range on saturday did their initial orientation to show them where everything was so they're gonna apply to become members. So I guess I have to, I'm actually vouching for them, that kind of thing. So can I ask um, a question there? Bud? Yes. Want, Cause please. we just started doing
0: this same kind of orientation thing. Yep. Um, how do you handle it in the winter time? If someone wants to become a member, they they just can't They have to wait until they come to orientation and then they apply. Well,
3: Okay, there's that. This is this is like an initial orientation, just so they have a general feel for where everything is. We can do this in the winter. They're not doing any oh, you range can't. safety stuff. Yeah, gotcha. But so they still have to do like a, a range safety course and and that kind of stuff. I used to do a range orientation course specific for the club, and now I've let someone else take that over, and they're doing something much more involved and better than I was ever willing to do. So, okay, it's, it's all good. So.
0: So range orientation, and then there's a range safety course
3: on top of that? I believe that's what's going on now. I don't really pay attention because I'm already a member. I gotcha. don't and really I don't stay up. Room? Yeah, I'm not on the executive okay. anymore. So okay. yeah, cool. no, I don't keep up to date on that stuff. Okay. Um, So last week I was talking about needing a hammerhead break. And a couple of days later, my hammerhead showed up.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. thanks, Annika. Yeah.
3: Is that Anika. how that works? It's really, it's, it's really more it really like an it's yeah. definitely
4: Nika. Yeah, yeah, and then she's still I, my favorite. I talked you about know. the Sidewinder on the show, and mine still hasn't shown up.
3: Well, hmm. there there might have been an actual message that I sent to her. I might have actually hmm. directly, not indirectly, said <laughs> anything to her. I might have actually sent her a message to say, "Hey, how can I make this happen?" So, I,
0: and yeah. the Hammerhead is that in, obviously that's in five five six.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah, that would be right. yeah the best the, the best caliber.
0: I run a hammerhead on my seventy six two, and uh, yep, it's it's good, it's good. Wait, so is yeah. that hammerhead in five five six
4: or two two three?
3: Yes,
0: <laughs> you, d-
4: you
1: deserve it that. Is.
3: Yeah, it, it actually is in both. <laughs> you don't need to. We'll get to we'll get to those things later. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, um, really. Now I am anxiously awaiting my Kraken holster from uh, Highlander Tactical, and I've been told I should have it tomorrow which is good because I'm going to Milken on the weekend to shoot uh, steel and I need a holster. Well, just check the tracking number you were provided. Yeah. Okay. I'll get on that later when I do that. Yes. Anyway, I, (laughs) that information hasn't been forwarded yet, but that's okay. It's. Oh,
0: then how are you to know that it's going to arrive tomorrow? Because I was
3: on given, given positive information from someone with good authority on the matter. Okay.
0: So there. But not actually anything from the shipping company.
3: Yeah, no. But anyway, oh. that's fine. It'll either show up or it won't. <laughs> in which it. case, <laughs> I will either use that holster or I will use a different holster on the weekend. That's yeah. just how that's going to be. It's okay. I'm, I'm not jammed. Now, I did get a very exciting email from MD Charlton about my P320. Mm-hmm. And it oh, says, you get
2: to send it in?
3: Almost as good as that. <laughs> it was an email to say, yeah, we're going to be sending you an email to tell you when you can send it in. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm still waiting for that email from the distributor for Thompson Center for my Thompson Center venture that had a trigger recall back in like 2011.
3: Good luck on that. Yeah, they yeah. probably don't care. Yeah, yeah. I think they've. Now, uh, yeah. I saw something interesting on Facebook today. A dealership here, or a dealer here in uh, Ontario was selling refurbished P320s. I wonder mm. if that means they've gone through the program.
2: Maybe. I
3: don't. I mean I'm, what else
2: would you refurbish
3: on it? I guess, yeah. It's kinda odd. I don't know. Anyway, so my um my three twenty is still um not going off unintentionally since I'm not dropping it. Other than that, it's everything's good. So just refrain from dropping it and should be fine. I'm you know, and I had that rule anyway. You know, just kind of <laughs> refrain from dropping. It's it's all all the guns that I haven't dropped I work better. You know, just less accidents happen that way. But Anyway, and I don't like when I drop them while dancing, I don't pick them up by the. Oh, sand. By the way, he, to...
2: he wasn't dancing. I was that doing well, that, that was wasn't good.
3: dancing. I've yeah, dancing, was, and that's
2: was not
0: dancing.
3: Gyrating, and there was music.
2: Was I, I a know. white man doing something. I don't know. He did a backflip. He did. I, yeah. I can't do a backflip. See, now I can't do a backflip.
3: So I'll never have gun.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: So, anyway, and I apparently he can't pick it up without grabbing the trigger. I, I don't know, just whatever. Did you see the shrug he did? <laughs> said, hands on, Oh no, my bad. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that, was, that was the best part. It's like, oh, oopsie. I don't, I don't
0: think his employers felt that was the best part.
3: I have no clue. I <laughs> know. Yeah, I'm thinking. i um, yeah. Anyway, all right. Wow, that was that was a that was a slide off into squirrel land so i'm i'm good trevor what have you done can you um, give us the, the the cole's notes
0: yeah well it's really i mean i've been super busy but i don't actually have a lot to talk about because i've been doing just a lot of the same thing but some of the highlights was uh the third annual ronnie de group Memorial steel challenge was a success uh i won my division and uh well I, th- I emailed in about this so we already talked about the numbers and how alex Burdett. uh from the X squad came down and just destroyed us. It was it was humbling. Um, and what else
3: about yes, that? Um- me, I'm getting there. That's the very next oh. thing on hug, make yeah. my hug section about
0: you. Yeah, the hug, hug police.
3: police. We want to hear about this because uh, we've heard some conflicting to. stories about it.
0: Some guy hugged her and I told him to knock it off or something, or a lot yeah. of guys were hugging her and I told them all to knock it off. I don't know she was hugging a lot of people and it just started so to you're seem
3: like she was getting around and you well, did. Two hey.
0: Hey. Okay. Kevin wasn't there to keep an eye on her, so I stepped in in the Kevin role and you know, like, yes, get, he did. get off the Kelly yes.
3: or let go of the Kelly.
2: that's actually what you said. Let go of the Kelly. That's enough. Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. I'm I'm just letting that one slide. We're not going to elaborate on (laughs) that.
2: Yeah, nope.
0: We have to remember that I woke up at 3.30 New Brunswick time and went to bed basically.
2: Five o'clock in the morning on on the next day.
0: Yeah. Four o'clock in the morning Ontario time, which would have been five o'clock in the morning New Brunswick time. So I put in a really long day and uh, lots of whiskey. Thank God for whiskey lots of whiskey i went to the so we did a ccfr range day Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of cool people and a lot of cool guns and i didn't have any guns and i was i was standing around like um the ugly chick at the dance that nobody wants to talk to or ask to dance like i I was just standing there
3: memories didn't it
0: it did it did i don't wait was i an ugly chick at the dance actually i was at halloween one year so um I was standing around just waiting and waiting. I didn't want to walk up to somebody and say, hey, dude, can can I shoot your gun? I was just waiting for somebody to say, for a while, you look like your dog died. Get over here and try this thing. And then finally, I did actually walk up to James. And I'm like, James, is that a shadow? I knew it was a shadow. And James like, yeah, it's a shadow. Oh, cool. Can I try it? Like as if I'd never shot a shadow before. I just couldn't take it anymore. I had to shoot something. So anyway, James and I did a little bit of shooting together. And I was checking out his, uh, his grip and his trigger press. And talking about stuff like that. and Then Ryan Holyoke showed up and he brought the BCL, BLC, BBCL 102.
2: BCL 102.
0: BCL 102. I like it. Yeah. I am endorsing this product. Um, You know, I didn't put a thousand rounds through or anything, but Ryan's been shooting it and he doesn't have any problems with it. Um, It worked well. It was not terribly heavy for an AR-10. Um, recoil was minimal. He was shooting, I believe, factory loads out of it. Anyway, feels exactly like an AR-10 or an AR-15. Yeah, it feels exactly like an AR-10. Go figure. Anyway, um, but then there was a gun on the show here that we talked about. Uh, Adriel, I think you brought it up during What's New in Guns. It was the Ruger bolt-action 357 Magnum with a rotary magazine. Do you guys remember talking about that? i had the 44
4: what was it 44 44 somewhere other
0: they make a 357 as well okay <clears throat> so you had that gun but in a different caliber yeah 44 okay. so um ryan has one in 357 magnum and what a neat gun it, really, it was accurate like i was standing i don't know somewhere between 50 and 75 yards And offhand, of course, due to my maple seed training, I was able to just whack clay after clay after clay that was against the backstop. It was pretty awesome. Um, And then there was all the other fun AGM stuff. And yes, Kelly and I got to hang out and Rick Woods was hanging out with us and it was a good time. It was awesome. And like Kelly said, we were literally escorted out of the museum. I was going to steal a tank. They had so many. Ryan's girlfriend was like, it's selfish of them to have this many tanks. You deserve a tank, Trevor. She was just like, you're right. I do deserve a tank. But anyway, they walked us out before I could get a tank into my pants. So what are you going (laughs) to do? Um, What else? Oh, and then so basically uh, my life has just been working on SummerSlam because uh, I'm taking off on vacation On the Monday after the cherry shoot, July 9th, uh, we start traveling. I get back on the 29th of July, and the pre-match is on the 1st of August. So anything that's not done before I leave is not going to get done. So I have to have everything ready for SummerSlam, which is August 1st to the 5th, before July 9th. Well, actually before the cherry shoot, because the week of the cherry shoot, I have to focus on some charity shoot stuff. So luckily I've got a lot of help for that. The trap guys are stepping up. They're going to run trap. Um, the 22 kids program guys are going to run the silhouette for us and, uh, everything else is pretty straightforward. I'll run the pistol stuff. Um, the other things I'll talk about with the podcasters when they arrive, just some some housekeeping stuff, where registration is going to be and where the prize table is going to be, stuff like that. So, um, But as far as SummerSlam goes, it's going really, really well. Um, we have one major, major project. We have a, a, what's known as our house stage. So it's a two-story platform that we call the house. It's built on telephone poles, and it needs to be rebuilt all new floor, new walls, everything. So it's a huge project. uh, But I've got a couple of guys that I have complete and total confidence in that they will get this done while, uh, while I'm away. So I'll come back and that'll be ready to roll. I'm sure. And so there's really only four stages left to do. Two stages are super simple. They can be done the morning of the pre-match if need be. Um, And then the other ones The other one's going to take some doing, but I'm going to get that done next week. Uh, And then I'll be in good shape to leave. So, mm -hmm. and the, for the the folks coming to the charity shoot, they're really going to enjoy the steel challenge part of the match. We've got uh, four stages that we're going to shoot from the uh, original eight. And they're all kind of tucked in right next to each other. Um Two are actually in the same bay, so the one squad will take those two at the same time, and the other two are spread out. Not terribly spread out. It's pretty right on top of each other. But what's cool is they are the actual um, stages from Steel Challenge. There's one called uh, Speed Option, one called Outer Limits, one called Accelerator. And the other one, I don't remember. I'll announce them maybe next week so people can look them up and and study them if they want, watch videos online and see how they're going to uh, how they're going to shoot them. So we'll we'll talk about that on the cherry section. So that's it. That's uh, what I've been up to. I was able to drag that out. Well, wow. Adriel, what have you been up to?
4: All sorts of stuff. Had a big old match. Uh, let's see here. Okay, before that, uh, Vortex Viper one to four came in. It's a one to four. It's going to go on my uh, WK one eighty C. I went one to eight.
0: Oh, Vortex oh, Viper. A Wait
4: a second, let me see that. Yeah. This is Hold yeah. that up. So the the Viper, <clears throat> I would say you, you've got the one to eight strike eagle. Yes. The one to eight strike eagle uh has bullet drop compensation in the reticle, which is really
0: nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the glass is not as good as what's Correct. in here. Yeah. Um, Viper Viper is under is what's above Viper razor?
1: Yeah,
4: they still have their Razor above that, which is quite yeah. pricey. And okay. the, uh, they, they also have the PST-2, yeah, uh, which are are pretty nice as well. So both of those are are, are out there. This 1-4 to four is more for shooting coyotes and that kind of thing. Or 3-gun, I don't know. Well, exactly.
0: And that's what I'm doing with my Strike Eagle. Um, it's going to go on my SLR if SLR is actually a thing. I don't think they exist. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that was, that was oh, a was fairy Oh,
2: boy. <laughs> you just need a lot of people unhappy. <laughs> Whatever,
0: <laughs> that pe- people people can so have a sense of humor. No I'm okay. joking. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So the same idea, Adriel. That's why I actually went one to eight. One to four would be fine for three gun for the distances out here. Even mm-hmm. if you shoot out to six hundred, you can do it with one to four. But um, yeah, I went one to eight more so with coyotes in mind than three gun.
3: But I'll shoot them with a one to four. It'll be fine. How do you like the reticle on the uh, on that optic?
1: On
3: the uh, board? No, no, the. uh viper
4: viper mm, uh, i'd rather leave it than take it I, pr- I really like the reticle that's in that ACSS. Mm-hmm. the primary arms even though it's it like primary arms is not a fantastic brand name or anything yeah. like that the reticle is quite nice it's got proper bullet drops that i can figure out like even in a match so uh we had some long range stuff out to 400 and i had no problem like during the match going like oh there's my 400 boop and then pull a trigger and make a hit like first shot kind of a thing Did, did so, you make it?
3: that sound when you when you figure Ooh. that out you in in the match because just give you a little tickle there yeah no <laughs> <laughs> uh oh yeah my. something like that yeah this show is te- this That's is one of out. our worst episodes ever <laughs> which
0: is what makes it one of our best yeah and, uh anyways yeah so
4: I'll, I'll let you guys know more when i have it on a gun and I'm, I'm i've been shooting Yeah, it. right I'm now just, it's Right now, it's just a scope that I kind of look through, and it's like, well, it's got a circle kind of hashy thing there, so maybe I'll put that over target. I, I just, I've like... never liked that particular reticle on that scope. I, I think I'm not crazy of... about it. It's uh, for a one to four. Uh, it's too fine to be able to like mm-hmm. really see what's going on, and uh, it's like I prefer like the kiss principle when it comes to reticles, mm-hmm. and I'd rather have something that's sub tended for uh, wait, 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 that kind of thing. Battle of Alberta three gun match. So we did a, a two day three gun match at uh, at Chaz. This was a charity match. Um, we had our set up RO shoot on the Friday. I was a little bit worried because um, uh, some of our stages were, were set up late. We didn't get enough like as many ROs through on the on the Friday night as as we wanted to. Uh, but it all worked out. Saturday was really good. Um, some of the ROs came up with some uh, unique ways of uh, cycling more people through and, and keeping their uh, stage times appropriate and uh, and it, it worked out really really well. Um let's see. Yeah, we were able to uh get everyone through the Saturday match, reconfigure our base Saturday and then Sunday just show up and then shoot the Sunday match. So uh, that's what we ended up doing. We did 11 stages, 11 stages, yeah. And uh yeah, it was uh it was pretty decent. Um a lot of uh, a lot of good feedback from people. Um we did a horn start Sunday, so Sunday our our range uh, in the county that we're in has regulations that you can't you can't shoot before 11 o'clock. So at 11, at 11 o'clock, we hit the air horn, and uh, all shooting on all bays commenced three
0: seconds after that because everyone had a three-second delay on there. You should uh, have actually used a shotgun. It's called a shotgun start in golf, and because you were on a gun range, you could have did a legit shotgun start. Yeah, we could have but we used an air horn instead. <laughs> we talked about using
4: a shotgun start. I, I, I like the horn start. Uh, our price day was pretty good. Uh, we had,
0: oh, I don't know, about four or six grand worth of stuff or something like that on there. That's crazy. Uh, you throw that Let's all see. together so quickly for a two-day outlaw match. Yeah. yeah. And and talk about how much money you raise exactly. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. That's like
4: the crown the, uh, the on the on the cake here. Yep. I did not think we were going to raise that much, by the way. I thought we were going to raise like Two grand, twenty four hundred, kind of a thing. I might as well talk about it now. We raised o- over ten grand. We did ah. hit ten thousand three hundred for the stallery.
0: How? How was it collected? Was it donations, so match, fees, match, match fees, or
4: match fees? Were four grand plus, uh, and then our local range Chaz kicked in and matched the match fees for the oh, donation. Man. And then we uh, we had food sales and a uh, raffle that wasn't a raffle and a couple of other things that all added up to 10 grand worth of uh, worth of donation
0: to the salary. So nice. Kelly, Kelly, you know what this means?
2: It means your range has to donate or
0: no. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it means that next year's charity shoot should be at Chaz.
2: Oh, I think so.
0: Well, that would be well. super easy, like not easy, but that would be
4: that would be easier for me to fly out to.
0: <laughs> yes, it sure would. So you heard it here first, folks. Next year's charity shoe is going to go to Alberta. We've done New Brunswick and Ontario enough. We have podcasters in Alberta. It's time to send this sucker to Alberta.
3: I second the motion. Wes,
1: all those yeah. in favor?
0: Aye. Oh, no. <laughs> all <laughs> those opposed signify by saying nay. Hey.
4: <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. Carried. It's a terrible oh, damn, I outvoted. <laughs> oh. But guess what? You're doing it. Uh anyways, yeah, really good match. Um, I
0: love dictatorships. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, this, is, I think this is, this is, is democracy. This is not dictatorship.
0: It's a dictatorship disguised as a democracy.
3: Most no. democracies are.
0: Yeah, this is tyranny <laughs> by the majority. Yes. Pretty sure that's <laughs> Uh
4: let's see. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of listeners that uh, that showed up. Uh, some of them were like, "Where's the where's the riding bull? Where, where's the <laughs> <laughs> I was promised a mechanical bull on yeah. Slamfire. Yeah, you guys were talking about it last week. How come it's not at this match? <laughs> charity shoot.
2: <laughs> see <laughs> see? <laughs> next year. See everybody
3: oh,
1: wants
0: it. Yeah.
1: Uh, Think yeah, about so, how much yeah. the,
3: the mechanical bull would raise for a charity shoot. <laughs> Paid to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, for or after whiskey. Uh, mm, two rates. be two rates.
4: people with guns in their hands on the back of a bucking bull before before the whiskey. Oh, yeah, you
1: might <laughs>
3: go, you know, might want to go with single action pistols for that.
0: Mm. Just with, uh, yeah, barrel limiter have... of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, you guys were talking about mounted cowboy shooting. Yes. You yeah. know that's done with blanks, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't
0: want to do it with blanks.
4: I want to shoot a deer with a real gun and a bullet. <laughs>
3: okay. Well, you'll have a lot more success Blank. with a real gun than with blanks. I guess. Right.
0: Well, we were talking about cowboy uh, or uh, mounted shooting. In the there's somebody putting on a clinic. Remember?
2: Yes. yes. In Perry Sound. Uh,
0: yeah. Somebody brought up the question about the the 180 or the 360 or whatever. Did someone? Yes. About mounted shooting? Huh. Yeah, perhaps in jest. Anyway, Kara, maybe.
4: Uh, let's see here. Okay, my shooting, uh, long range, beautiful. I I'd been uh, out to the range a couple of well, two two times uh, shooting at long range with my rifle, and I was good enough. <laughs> my rifle was uh, was sighted in, and I could make hits out to five hundred. So wow. when I needed to uh, at the match, I could uh, I could make those long range shots uh, pretty quick. Uh, so that was all good. Um, I was really solid on my shotgun on day one. Day two, I messed up a little bit, but um, that was it was more or less okay. Uh, my pistol really needs to improve. Uh, we had a couple of shooters out who are regular IPSC shooters, and uh, my stages look like they're in slow motion compared to the speed that those guys shoot. So that's uh, that's one area where I definitely need to put the time in to,
0: uh, to improve um watching your video there adriel like i yep. said uh i sent you some comments what you if you watch those Zipset guys i bet you they're they're not charging into the port like you were right oh totally they were shooting from way far back
4: and they yep. were getting their angle through that port from where they were yeah. standing so that they did not have to move their feet nearly as much and so that they um they were right there they, they moved less yeah all about eliminating shooting positions where can i stand and maximize the most amount of targets you got it yeah and they would like they were confident in their shooting ability from the from those distances and they didn't like move their feet to to get closer to the target that's what i should have done when i when i saw the video afterwards like oh yeah of course i should (laughs) i should have just done that (laughs) but uh i wasn't on their uh i wasn't on their stages or anything like that part of part of the problem with with um uh, volunteering for a match like this is that you don't get to see a whole bunch of people shoot a stage and uh sometimes like you got to like cycle in watch one person and then it's your time, your turn to shoot. And then you got to move on to the next one so you can help um, support and, and, you know, uh, take someone else's place. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I ran the Glock. It ran fine. And uh, other than uh, I put my hand into a port and the, the port was right here. And as it recoiled the, uh, I didn't, I didn't know why it jammed on me in the moment. Cause I looked at it like I'm like, what the, it's a, this is a Glock. Why is it jamming on me? Okay, well, tap and rack and oh, it's double feeding now and fix that. Okay. But when I watched the video, it was like, oh, duh. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hand into the port and the window ledge is right there and the slide came back and hit the wood on the port there, which was uh, a, an interesting thing to look at after the fact. If you guys aren't videoing your matches, videotape <laughs> that stuff because you see all this kind of stuff afterwards. You're like, oh that's what happened. And then you can watch other people's videos and like, I should have done that. What that person just did there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't get it, you know, over over a long day, you might, uh, you know, the sun might fry your brain, you might forget. So, it's important to, to record that stuff for posterity. Eh. Uh, let's see here. I got second place in TACOPS still, even with nice. my crappy pistol shooting and all this other kind of stuff. I had a bunch of jams on my rifle too, which I can update you guys on. Um, I found out that so I have a two-two-three wild barrel, and I've been running. Uh, I just recently here switched over to Federal Independence ammo, which is 556 It's an XM one ninety-three bullet, so looks kind of like this. It's got the uh, the marks markings from uh, from annealing the shoulder on there. So it's a it's a factory ammo, uh, uh, military spec, right? Uh, a little bit faster than two-two-three, so. Again, my ignorance, 223, 556, ah, their yeah. chambers are a little bit different and one's higher pressure than the other one. Who cares? You get a little bit like quite a bit more zip out of a 556. They're 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 cruising along at like 100, 150 FPS more, even in a 16-inch barrel. So interesting to know. Also interesting to know is uh, with the bullet profile and where the bullet is seated on a on a 193, is quite a bit further out in terms of where it hits. So you remember how you, I, I told you guys like, I think I got a squib or something. The bullet ended up in the barrel, but it was only kind of in the barrel. It This bullet in, is engraving on the way in into the lands of my uh, barrel. So uh, which when you're shooting, it was fine. But when you go to rack it, if you get a malfunction, uh, you may leave the bullet in there and pull the case and the powder goes all over the inside and whatnot. So I, uh, I had that happen to me and I'm like, Oh, now I think I know what's going on. And I did some testing afterwards with some two, two, three ammo versus five, five, six. And I found out that the five, five, six does not like to seat in my two, two, three wild barrel, which it should, it's supposed to two, two, three wild supposed to run both of them, but it didn't now two matches ago. I had the same thing happen with my buddy Will's rifle with this ammo. So and he runs a 223 wild barrel. So I think this 556 ammo they might be just seating it a little bit further out to get better accuracy out of 556 barrels and uh it's not working in 223 wild barrels.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, who who's it who's it made by again?
4: Uh this is American uh, uh, Federal Independence.
3: Yeah, okay. They might be seating it long just because they're seating along. Not to yeah, get more just, accuracy. Yeah, right. they just, yeah, they're just, just doing it's, it wrong. That would be my guess. Yeah, it's
0: the bottom of the barrel of factory ammo. It's crap ammo. I Not very accurate think either. So. I,
4: think this, I think this is just standard factor, like spec one, uh, 193. I was reading up online and I was looking at uh, uh, different uh, ogive to base distances on this right. versus a bunch of other XM-183. And it's about the same. It's all about... 5 tenths longer in terms of where the bearing surface is hitting the rifle compared to a 223. So 556 five, is seated out further than 223 is. Are you
0: sure it's not 62 grains to the 55 grain? But uh,
4: no. No, it's a 50 it's a 55 grain. 62 you you would run across that with green tip. Green tip would be 62.
0: Did you measure it with a set of calipers to see if the overall length is longer or it's you it's just no, I'm going off of what
4: the internet's got for measurements on this thing. I did not cool. measure it myself. I would need an, uh, something that would not measure like the overall length, but from the ogive to the base to really like see whether it was a, a chambering thing. The fact it did it on two different rifles with two different 223 wild chambers, a Faxon barrel and a Rainier arms barrel, uh, is telling
0: me that this stuff is is seating, it's seating a little bit too long. So, Maybe it's, well. Okay, so you're, if I'm understanding you correctly, Mm-hmm. You're not saying that the overall length of the cartridge is any longer. You're saying that the ojive on this particular bullet is longer. That's right. And if you look okay, at so like 556 like, five five six two two three issue, the difference between five five six and two two three is in the is in the brass, not in the uh, bullet. No, no, it, it's it, in it, the
4: brass it, and the bullet seating length. If you look at specs for the measurement from the ojive to the base on five five six versus two two three, five five six it on average is five tenths longer five tenths
0: yes what's a tenth it's like 0.05 what, what about millimeters i don't I don't understand this tenth stuff oh my god
3: <laughs> anyway yeah the, the free the free uh, the free bore in the in a 556 five, is is longer than it is in a 223 quite a bit
4: yeah yeah so that and that's what you're getting now so this <laughs> this 223 I, I, I sorry for the podcast listeners who, who aren't on the video but the 223 starts uh going in immediately Whereas the this five five six has bearing surface that's yeah. that's at the base of the bullet there that's still showing, so that's what's engraving on the two two three wild barrels. I, I I also have a five five six upper. Guess what? This stuff runs fine in it. It's okay, not hitting,
0: it's not hitting the rifle at all. Are you way. telling me that I can buy five five six point two two four projectiles, and they'll be somehow different no. than a two two three?
3: Thing. It's no. it's a it's a case of how they've been loaded for the five five six spec versus a two two three spec. Correct?
0: So the o drive is not the issue. the The amount of bullet seated into the neck is the issue.
4: Uh, I'm yeah. not sh- I'm not sure yeah. that the cannular on these two is different. Uh, the cannular on the two two three is just a touch higher than on the uh, on the five five six bullet. But and it, it looks the like the five five six one has more bearing surface at so the uh, the ogive profile is different so the profile on xm one ninety three might be different than whatever what is this american eagle pmc whatever
0: pmc is using for their for their bullet the the actual um so the PM, profile that's a, the pmc is a two two three correct correct yeah and the american eagle is a five five six that's correct and if you and if you eyeball them are you seeing a difference in the ogive that's correct yeah interesting yeah
4: so like up to this point i'd be like five five six two two three it's in the air 15 it'll eat both um i was proven wrong <laughs> well,
3: well but getting back to your n- initial point you've got a two two three wild chamber which is supposed to split the difference right. between two and allow five five six to chamber <clears throat>
0: That's correct, and, and I've never understood. Like is, to me, two two three wild is an answer to a question that didn't have to be asked because yeah. the problem that two two that two two three wild is supposed to be addressing is addressed with a five five six chambering. Get all your ARs chambered in five five six, and they will eat both, and you are not going to notice a difference in
3: it's it's an accuracy issue. Yeah, it, was, no. it, was it
0: developed, developed for both five guns. Five, right? Yeah. But the accuracy loss when you shoot two two three in a five five six chambering is negligible. It must not be
4: because otherwise it yes. wouldn't be a barrel they well, would for it.
0: My my competition AR has a stag 3G barrel chambered in 556 five, and all I ever feed it is 223 and it shoots an inch and a half at 100 if I do my job. Yeah. Imagine what it shoots Again,
3: with it was it was developed for bolt action target rifle shooters who were using who had to use 556 five, and they wanted a a more accurate chambering than the 556 five, chambering but they could still use military 556 ammo because that's what they had to use.
4: Yeah. Anyway, So now I'm looking at this saying, Okay. Well, I got, I got about a thousand rounds of this, which in my case is not a lot. <laughs> I got <about> a thousand <laughs> rounds of this stuff. Um, maybe the WK 180 will shoot it. So I'll shoot it in the WK 180. Uh, but yeah. what do I do for my AR? Because, now that I now that I'm getting nerdy about the ballistics on it, the 223 is quite a bit slower than the 556 and it makes a difference in the ballistics. That 150 fps makes a is considerably different. Pedro, get get are you, are you always going to buy factory
0: or are you going to reload? I'm going to buy factory because prepping the brass and this stuff is is silly. It's pain it's a pain, I know, but you can lo- if you load 223, you just got to use the right powder and you can get the velocity you want to sure. match yeah, but okay. So yes, um, I have five five six downstairs, narenko, no less, and I put it through the chronograph, and it consistently cronies at thirty two hundred or better.
4: Out of how long my, of a barrel?
3: Uh, eighteen and a uh,
0: eighteen, eighteen.
3: Okay, yeah. so Adriel, you're concerned that you're losing velocity compared to five five six, but if you always have pretty much the same velocity, that's right.
0: didn't accordingly. Mm-hmm.
3: You just yeah. You yeah. sight in with that and roll. That's how military sights work. They all use the same ammo so they can all be zeroed and the ballistics are all the same. That's just how it works.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: just be consistent and you're good to go. Don't worry about 150 feet per second. That doesn't matter.
4: Oh, it does. No, nope, it, not does. The, it only like matters it does in your charts.
3: head. It does. It doesn't matter. A lick. <laughs> how big a target bad. are you shooting? Uh, yay big. Yeah, like so so multiple MOA, right? To get a hit. If you're high or low of center by multiple MOA, you're fine. It'll
4: make a difference at 600 yards. Uh, Okay, how so? On wind drift and drop. And sure, but, and drop.
3: But if you if you're consistent with your ammo, you can learn to compensate. You have this thing between your ears and behind your eyes. called your brain. You can make no, it
4: work. no. Yeah, yeah, scope yeah. is cited in for five, five, six. I don't <laughs> want to. Well then adjust the zero. You can make it happen. Trust me. I know I can. I just I want the I want the extra performance. If no, I can see, get a hundred and fifty yeah, no, 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 no,
1: no.
3: more, no. I want it. Well then hand load. Yep. Yeah. And, so I don't want to do that either. I want to have my cake. <laughs> you, come or on, guys. Get your, get your, your cake barrel your cake. rechambered to 5.56 five, then.
0: Yeah, do that. Take it into a, with somebody with a reamer. Calgary Shooting Center can do that. Yeah,
3: I really like this barrel.
4: We didn't, yeah. say, then, we
3: didn't say to get rid of the barrel. We just said get it rechambered. It's, yeah, I know.
4: I'm saying, like, I agree with you guys. Maybe I should get it rechambered. All or right, just touch on. it on. Just
3: <laughs> get it like a little the, bit more the very first match AR, i was telling you this this week the very first match air i had was a dpms and it I just remember it wouldn't extract. but i took it to casey at uh tackord and he took a f- 223 wild reamer and it was good as gold after that mm-hmm. ran anything so hey wild thought i was running the That's spikes
4: upper yeah uh and it's five five six yeah it's got a five five six barrel i was running two two three pmc ammo in it and it wasn't accurate enough for me that's why i bought this other barrel what if it's because i was shooting two two three and five five six barrel? You may, as,
3: you may as well see what that how well that crappy five five six ammo works in that other barrel because i might bet you it's called.
0: fantastic oh i gotta go and do some testing to to with my gun now to show you guys that I don't think there's a significant decline in accuracy when you pump a two two three around out of a five five six chambered barrel
4: yeah grab a big scope, throw it on your rifle, print five groups on a piece of paper, and uh, do it for a couple of different kinds.
0: Well, oh, only I had the time yeah maybe maybe, maybe next in, year maybe in in November when
3: before well, the no, eight before the eight feet of snow hits yeah, 14 Brian actually 14 <laughs> sorry 14th. it was 14
2: it's northern. Northern Ontario. Sorry, northern
3: my Ontario. bad. Yeah, That's I 40. forgot to add the 7 feet for northern. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, on. fun
4: uh, fun discussion about 223 and 556. Five, they are different and they uh, you know, some work in some barrels and some won't. Good. Shot the M17S. It worked with both. <laughs> Must have a 556 five, chamber. <laughs> and it was yeah. It was decently accurate. Let me see here if I've got a, a target. Uh, there's one right there. I don't know if you guys can see that, but that's yep. about an inch and a half.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, pretty good. Out of a bullpup, okay. what do people say it's a boat? There are devices in the world that are like <laughs> made
1: the to measure
3: distances between two points, just measure
1: it.
4: Okay, okay, neat. wait, 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 Brian. Uh, oh, I can cover, cover my thumb, it. It. I can put my <laughs> thumb over it. it. <laughs>
1: dime Ooh, size group, oh, like a knife,
4: like a cover nice it, it with
0: a dime. So, Adriel, can <laughs> if you I cover had a that quarter number? a dimer? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Adriel, can you cover that group with a toonie
4: <laughs> Oh boy, I'll, I'll grab a caliper here to, to please you in, in a minute here.
1: But, Brian, uh,
0: you remember those ten-dollar coins from back in the eighties during the, the Olympics?
3: That? I don't.
2: $10. I don't either.
3: No. Holy. Google it
0: ten dollars silver maybe, coin
3: maybe that was in a, a new brunswick thing
0: no i don't think new brunswick makes its own <laughs> currency but thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the you know
3: they wouldn't wouldn't nickels. they would they would
4: uh okay anyways m17s ran flawlessly uh decently accurate really love the 40 green stuff didn't really like the uh xm 193 stuff in terms of accuracy but it shot it um my Elfman replacement trigger is on the way, so I should have that uh, in my gun for uh, I don't know next time we talk. Maybe after that. Anyways, oh. I've talked enough. <laughs> Kelly, what about uh, what about you?
2: I did a couple of things actually. I went and did uh, so. I went to SAS, which is Smith Army Surplus, and uh, and I was able to get a new belt there. So I got for the first time ever, I have an inside and outside uh, belt. And I used that on Saturday when we went to a match. I went to the Smith Falls law enforcement charity shoots for in support of Soldier On. And I went with the CCFR. There was all kinds of different teams there. There was uh, 25 teams. There were four, four people each. So there was uh, teams there. For, so there were civilians and non-civilians as well. So there was like the RCMP, the OPP. Uh, the Ottawa Police Force, but there was also the Team CCFR. We were there. And there was a couple other civilian teams as well. And uh, they raised over $6,000 in support of Soldier On, and we had a great time. So there were different stages. Uh, There was an IDPA stage, there was a PPC stage, there was an IPSC stage, and then there was a shotgun stage. And I really, really liked it, but I realized I need the Ferlachi course. So, (laughs) for my pistol. I'm not a pistol shooter. I don't go out and Pistol shoot because I'm always at the range and I'm actually not shooting. I'm exactly. but, but yeah. I'm a I'm a rifle shooter, right? So I took the Glock and the reason that I took the Glock because I'm I'm familiar with the Glock, I'm comfortable with the Glock. I have the Epsic uh, legal belt for the Glock as well. I didn't know if I took my um, my shadow if I'd be able to use my my holster or not. So. I just went with what I, what I had and I hadn't practiced really for, with the uh, shadow either. So, uh, I took that and I did okay. Didn't do great. I'm not a pistol shooter, as I said, but, uh, yeah, I had the guys that were running the six stage. They were quite impressed, but they also, and Kelly Kincaid, who was part of my team too. She says, you need to take a black badge. And I'm going, yeah, okay, I'll fit it in at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so we'll try and figure that out. I, uh, Really liked the shotgun stage. I cleared it, and I was one of the one of the only ones that cleared it. Uh, but what,
0: what does that mean to clear it?
2: Clearish. So I got all the clays. Oh, cool. So, and did it in a half decent time as well. So I was happy with that. That was probably the stage that I was most nervous about because I don't shoot shotgun. I have a couple, but I don't go out and shoot shotgun. I, shot, I shoot pistol more than I shoot shotgun, and I hardly ever shoot pistol. So. um... That was fun. It was really, really fun. It was uh, great to. There was CS, uh, and Corrections. So I work for Corrections. So it was nice to be able to shoot with my friends from Corrections. And it's also nice to shoot with my friends from the CCFR as well. So it was awesome. And what else to do? Oh, I went to uh, SRFRC because it's Saturday, right? And I went and got uh, some ammo and some swivels and talked to them about the charity shoot too. So I'm going to go back and see them on. Uh, this week to pick something up for that. And what else? Uh, Oh, so after the uh, match that was in Smith Falls, I got in my car and I drove to Woodview, Ontario. So it was like, it was only two and a half hours away. Um, And then I, we set up for on Saturday night for the maple seed that was going to be on Sunday. So we went to Woodbine and did a maple seed on Sunday, and uh, that was at the Jim uh, Johnson Ranch. It was stinking hot. It was like with the with ducks. it was in 40, 40 degrees basically. So it was really, really, really hot. We had 15 people on the line, and every single person shot every single um, course or string of fire. So, and there were six people that got their patches as well. So it was really awesome. We only did uh, two of the uh, maple seed qualifying tasks because uh, we took so many breaks and we, we just rehydrated constantly trying to, uh, um, trying to keep everybody safe. So, uh, but that meant that we only got to do uh, two of the MQTs. So, but everybody had a lot of fun. We got six uh, riflemen out of it and I got to meet a couple of uh, listeners as well. So it was really, really, really cool. I'm going to give them a shout out in the shout out piece. So, that's it. That's everything that I did. Uh, we're going to move on to upcoming events. I, f- I
4: found a, a measuring device.
2: Oh, did you? What is it? Uh,
4: let's see here. One group of 0. 0.87, one group of 1.62, <laughs> and one group of 1.19.
2: And that's inches?
4: Yes. Right.
3: And that's at 100? Yes. 100 meters,
4: if you want to be exact. Well, that's darn fine. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's got a great trigger on it. I, I, I had my uh, six to twenty four scope on it, which looks ridiculous on that rifle. Uh, but it lets you like sh- check for hits and uh, and very clearly see whether you're on target, or, like exactly on target or not.
1: Cool.
2: Nice. Yay! You can measure. All right. Why don't we get into events? Uh, Brian, why don't you read this uh, message that we got from Rick about uh, CRPS, since you wear his shirt.
3: Sure. Okay. From Rick, slam fire guys and gals. There's only the one gal. That's okay. Uh, I was going
2: to say that, too. Like, who's the other gal? Brian. Step up, Brian. (laughs) That's so
3: harsh. Long time listener, What wanted, wanted to know if we can get some publicity for our Western CRPS events. Nope. Nope. Done. We're out. Moving on. This, this is a Central and Eastern Ca- Canadian podcast. We're done with the West. <laughs> okay. Let's, it's here. He took the, the time to write in. So. CRPS matches are 10-stage PRS-style matches using 22 long-rifle rifles at steel targets ranging in distance from 75 to 350 meters. These are fun and challenging matches, which I can't agree to, uh, designed to test a shooter's skill. In order to help drive youth participation, CRPS is providing use under 18 free entries when sponsored by a registered participant. Youth participants would be under the responsibility of the sponsoring shooter. Oh, I took the fun out of that, didn't it? Yeah. We have a CRPS match on August 5th at Tabor Shooting Foundation and another on August 12th at Nicola Valley Fish and Game Club in Merritt, BC. Visit rimfireprecision.ca for more information and registration links. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Um, There is an actual it's a it's a real series and they're keeping track of all the all the matches and how everyone does if you don't participate you really fall down the standings quickly <laughs> yes like after the first match i was the top right. guy, and now after a bunch of matches i haven't gone to i'm way down way down the list so it's like
0: nascar you have to like race to accumulate points
3: yeah it's it's one of those things if you're if you're gonna win you have to show up and, strange yeah strange. i don't know how that how that it's it it, but mathematically, it, was, it works out. So it was you good know, to be at
2: the top, though, even just for that short time, right?
3: Yeah, at, at, for for a while, ready? I was the champion of the world
2: <laughs>
3: in that particular event
2: for yeah. the Canadian Rimfire Precision Series. Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. For, for a minute, at least until the end, and at least until the end of dinner after the match, I was the champion of the world. <laughs> That's how that worked.
2: Mm, all right, Adriel, got any three gun matches coming up?
4: I don't know, one or two. Uh, Let's see. Mighty Pieces are running their three gun match June 23rd at the Wapiti Shooters Club in Grand Prairie. The three gun outlaw shoot at the Rock Cut will be happening at the Rock Cut Shooting Club on June 23rd. Lethbridge Three Gun will be running a match on June 24th. Lambden Sportsman's Three Gun will be running uh, a match on June 24th. BTSA will be running their Canada Day Three Gun match on July 2nd. Northwest 3-Gun will be running a match July 7th at the Terrace Rod and Gun Club. Chaz will be running a 3-Gun match on July 7th. PFI Canada will be running their Vancouver Island 3-Gun Nation match on July 7th. And BTSA will be running their Action Shooting League Monday nights
2: excellent uh i did want to talk about maple seed you know the limited edition patch that we were talking about last week well there was only 25 well less than that probably because a couple of them sold there's only about 25 left uh to to sell so go out uh, go to the website so go to mapleseedrippleman.com go to the uh go to the store and buy the patch it's 30 dollars, and then as i said there's only 150 made so sunday that's it sunday at midnight we're stopping all sales. And then we're going to draw for the rifle that is uh, the Chiapa LA-322. So that was donated by Ben Click from Sierra 64 and Tier 1 Armory. So we're going to draw for it on Monday, but we want to sell all of the patches if we can. Sunday is the last day for sales.
3: Can you give a, like, a brief description of what the, what that rifle is other than just the well, it's, letters and names?
2: Yep. So it's a lever action. It's a twenty-two, and it is a breakdown or takedown model. Okay. So it's cute. You should look it up.
4: Now, is it a lever action or a lever action? Oh,
2: stop.
0: Is it chiappa <laughs> or chiappa?
2: Oh. <laughs> Lanyard. Lanyard. <laughs> Trevor. Love yes. You. Love All you. Right. Too. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ryan McLean, we are going to do this one more time and then we'll put it away for a little bit, I think. Ryan McLean has the 2018 Meaford Long Range Steel Challenge. It's sponsored by KDEX uh, Defense and is uh, taking place on September 7th and the, to the 9th. Uh, the spots are filling up fast. For more information, you can just go and Google it. They have a Facebook page. Uh, they are also looking for RSOs still. So just uh, shoot Ryan off a message and he'll send you the link to register for that as well. Cause uh, if you're an RSO, you get really cool things. You also get to stay for free and also your meals paid for as well. So it's kind of cool.
3: We should probably use the term, send him a message, not shoot Ryan a message. No, don't shoot Ryan.
2: You don't want to shoot him. Just send him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is. A, it is a gun. Sh- like it's a podcast, right? Shoot. Yeah.
3: But that's where things can get confusing. <laughs>
2: The Ontario uh, cowboy m- uh, mounted shooting. Do we really want to talk about this? We we talked about it a couple of times.
0: It and it's also like in two days.
2: So. Yes. No. Move on. Reg. Oh, so the charity shoot. Do you have some updated information for that, Trevor? You haven't been on in like forever in two days.
0: Just a reminder to people to bring extra ammo besides what you need for the silhouette and besides what you need for the steel challenge shoot, because the way the day is going to run, if you, you show up, you go to the registration building, you pay your money and you tell us what events you want to register for. And we'll give you your, your uh, silhouette score sheet. The trap score sheet will be handled by the trap people. The uh, steel challenge score sheet will be handled by, um, practice score scoring app. Um, And if you want to take part in the steel challenge, everybody shooting the steel challenge will go to the back of the range, do the steel challenge part. And it's 100 rounds minimum. You're going to have misses, so it's a good idea to bring double in the steel challenge, especially if you've never shot steel before at speed. Uh, But then when that's done, the silhouette's done, and the trap is done, we're going to open up the 200-meter rifle range and the uh, range that the silhouette shoot was on, And it's going to be a free shoot. Shoot as much as you want on the range where the 22 silhouette shoot happened. You've been on there. uh, Everybody except for Adriel has shot there. You know what I'm talking about. The one with the covered firing point perpendicular to the rifle range. We're going to set up reactive steel targets that you don't need to go down and reset. So there'll be a plate rack with a rope. Then you pull the rope, you reset the plate rack. There'll be a hostage target. There'll be a dueling tree. So all that is... um, uh, x-metal target stuff so you can grab a buddy and and go race on the dueling tree you can plink uh, on the plate rack do whatever you want so bring extra ammo for that so you can either go there and just on your own time shoot at your leisure try your buddy's gun that sort of stuff you can do the same thing on the rifle range it'll be a free-for-all rifle shoot uh, in the background smoke on the water will be there so when the events are done grab some barbecue grab some rifle shooting, grab some pistol shooting. And while you guys are doing that myself and the other podcasters will be working out the scores and getting ready to, uh, give out the awards. And so bring lots and lots and lots of ammo. When you think you have enough, bring more. So, and don't just bring the guns that you need for the events you're going to participate in. If you've got some cool mill syrup, you haven't shot in a couple of years, bring that out, shoot that on the rifle range, you know, It's, there's going to be a lot, you're not going to stand around long (laughs) at this thing. You're going to be shooting pretty much constantly. The only time you're going to be waiting is if you decide not to shoot the steel challenge. Remember, the steel challenge can be shot with a 22 rifle. We are going to be giving out awards for 22 pistol, 22 rifle, and nine millimeter and above handgun. We're keeping it simple. Don't get into the, well, what if my rifle has a red dot? What if my rifle has a scope? The answer is shut up and have fun. I don't care. So, but just know that you don't have to have a pistol to shoot the steel challenge. So, if you want to take the twenty-two rifle that you intended to shoot the silhouette uh, shoot with, you can use that same rifle to go shoot the steel challenge. So, don't don't let not having a pistol stop you from shooting the steel challenge. Keep that in mind. Steel challenge can be shot with a twenty-two rifle. All right. Um, so, if you are not shooting the steel challenge, you are going to sit around and wait. Once the steel challenge is done, you are either shooting trap or shooting silhouette. Or waiting to do one or the other when you've done all three of those events you're done when everyone's done all three of those events so hopefully there won't be much waiting and people will all finish relatively quickly that's when we'll open up the pistol bay and the rifle range for just a free-for-all while we calculate the scores and figure out who won which event and uh, then shortly after that we'll be uh, we'll be done for the day
3: Trevor quick yes. question Yes. Will there be an aggregate of all these? No, there words? will not be an aggregate okay. of anything.
0: Okay. Cause it's Cause not, I was, okay. It's not that kind of a thing.
3: That, that's fair. I just was going to, if it was, if, if you're going to an event where there's an aggregate, make sure the ROs use a consistent name for yourself on your scorecard, not just throwing in little nicknames and stuff like that. So then the scorekeepers at the other end get things all confused because they don't, they're not in on the joke and your scores right. get messed up a little bit and you don't get full credit for all your scores. There's just that. Maybe i just, maybe that's happened at, other events also previous. important
0: that all the ROs run the event the same way so one RO runs it one way and then he goes to lunch and the other RO runs it a different way and you miss the target then you shoot at that same target again and hit it but you're still awarded a miss but you just hit it so you didn't actually miss it so yeah no there's none of that this is the emphasis is on fun And raising money. So, everything, all the shooting events are quite simple. You either hit the clay bird or you didn't. You either knocked over the steel silhouette or you didn't. And your time is your time in the steel challenge. And we'll have awards for uh, each of those events. And the awards are being sponsored by Kelly. Do you want to say that company name? I don't remember who it is.
2: Uh, It's Legion. Uh, yeah, just hold on a second.
0: Okay, no, never mind. We'll, we'll Legion
2: Ventures, that's it.
0: Legion Ventures Adventures has right. been uh, generous enough to uh, sponsor the awards, because otherwise there wouldn't have been awards, because I'm not using any of the money that's supposed to go into children's breakfast program uh, to buy $3 pieces of Taiwanese tin with a number on the front of it. So uh, I want all the money that we raise, because we're not going to raise a lot of money, because we're in the middle of nowhere, and we're going to get some really hardcore, dedicated people, but we're not going to see Ontario numbers. It's just not going to happen because we're too far. We're out in the middle of nowhere. or Alberta numbers or Alberta numbers. So all the money that's raised is going to charity. Nothing is going to actually pay for the cost of the event. The trap guys are sponsoring, uh, the clays, but you got to bring your own ammo, of course, and you need to bring trap appropriate ammo, bring trap mm-hmm. ammo, which is number seven and a half or eight. Don't show up with three inch magnums, please thinking you're funny. won't be allowed to shoot. Um, I think that's it. Yes. That's
2: it. Any updates on the Frelatchi hand course?
0: Yes. We've got, still have a couple of spots open. Okay. Uh, we're still doing the pub night for Slamfire radio listeners and CCFR folks, July 12th at Brewster's in West Edmonton. That's Thursday, July 12th. And, uh, the Frelatchi course itself is the 14th and the 15th, depending on, you can take one or both. Uh, there's still spots available and we're going to be back in St. Paul at the Rafter 5B range. That's where we were the, uh, the first time. And there is rough camping available on site. So you can bring a tent and actually stay on site. Awesome.
2: Okay. Or a
0: camper. Or, or, or a camper. Yeah. camper. And if you have a camper with some beds, we need a place to stay. Matthew and Adrian and I, we're, we're kind of homeless right now. We don't have our usual location. So, how
2: about a tent?
0: How about not? I will drive to a hotel. I don't tent. I'm an adult <laughs> with a job, not a hobo. Okay, but I've got a glamping tent. It's no inflated.
4: Thing. You can sleep in if you want to.
0: Glamping for me is staying at a Super 8, okay? Okay. That's that's as glamping as I'm going to get. We could
4: what always do that? a Super 8 you know, in St. Paul. It'd
0: probably be cheap. Perfect. And perfect.
3: What's glamping? Is that like LARPing?
0: Yes. Uh, no, it's not <laughs> pretending to camp. Well, it's kind of pretending to camp.
2: <laughs> yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yes, <laughs> it Glamp. is. Yeah. It's not
0: camping. Last time I went camping in a tent, Adriel, I actually brought the mattress off of my bed and put that inside the tent on a piece of carpet. That's glamping hardcore, man! You brought your bed. (laughs) I brought my actual queen size. No, it was double, double mattress. Put it Mm -hmm. in the back of the truck. Yep. Okay. Cool. I'm old, man.
2: Yes, you are. Hey, you're older. (laughs) Baited you.
0: Baited you good too.
2: Why don't we move on to uh, new gun stuff? Because there's nothing in the news. Uh, Adriel, you put this in?
4: Yeah, you bet. Iron Guns have some of those uh, FN PS90s in stock.
2: No way. Yeah,
4: they're kind
0: of new. Are these the ones that chambered in that little ridiculous round that. Yeah, 5.7 by 28,
4: 20 something. It's a skinny little round. It's like ridiculous. But like smaller. Yeah, they got those. So if you want to be. What's it? Battlestar Galactica Stargate. Is it Stargate that has all the PS90s? Yes. I don't know. It's a very futuristic nice. gun. There's, it's, it's not it's, Battlestar it's Galactica, the they use the Beretta.
0: Okay. Anyways, you can buy one. <laughs> 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 but you can't buy the ammo. Or or spare parts.
4: Uh, I, I feel like Questar has the ammo. At least they had the ammo.
0: I don't know. The... Um... Police in Halifax had them for a while, but they ditched them because the cost of ammo and the uh, maintaining them and getting parts was just not practical.
4: Just leave it in the car, and if you need it, you need it. Yeah, be neat, but yeah. Anyways, uh, Wolverine has been sharing some parts. Uh, sorry, pit some pictures of the uh, production WK180C. So they just got in uh, a few into their shop. Um, they weighed them; they came in at seven pounds even, which is pretty good right around where it should be and they look kind of neat i don't know they look they look about the same as as they've always looked um it's a 180 style receiver and uh charging handle on the left or right whatever you want and some standard ar-15 furniture that that you're going to leave on or you're going to ditch immediately i'm going to ditch it immediately and put some cool like some better stuff on but that's because i got the stuff and i have certain desires
3: I think it looks easy, easy. Uh, I think the rifle looks nice. I don't want to hear about anything else, Adriel. Just...
4: <laughs> <laughs> I got well, that sack to put on there.
0: Yeah.
4: That's
0: uh, no. Uh, oh, that's no, no, no. 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 Okay. no, no. Oh, wow. This thing doesn't look horrible. No, it looks good.
4: Like the, look, looks, the receiver is bulkier than an air 15 where. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, whatever. I I like that about it. I like that it was
3: square and just kind of rough and like not, not, I would say not refined.
0: Yeah, but baby got back. There's a lot of back end in that receiver. (laughs) Like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. This thing is off the hook, out of control in the ass end. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. Have you looked at yourself in the mirror lately?
0: I'm not a gun. (laughs) No one wants to hold me. I want to hold this.
3: <laughs> Fair. By Fair. By. Fair, I agree with you. I agree by with by everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I liked it when, nice. I, when I got the check one out at the um, at the show in March. I I liked it. it would be I'd be interested in this. So sweet. Yep. And I'm it. sure it's chambered in five five six. You, Adriel, you you'll be able to just shoot all kinds of that crappy ammo that you've got.
4: It's <laughs> garbage ammo. Might as well throw it in that. Like, what is this worth, anyways? <laughs> $0.35? Yeah. Well,
3: not much if it won't chamber your
4: 40, gun. <laughs> It'll chamber just fine. It just wants to leave the bullet behind. You need to, like, fire it off.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the
4: best it. way to Make empty your gun.
1: That's yeah. not it. Yeah, just don't use the charging handle.
4: Charging
0: handle. Reciprocating or not? Uh, That one's reciprocating. That's right on the bolt. Okay. Reversible or no? Yes. yes. Okay, so there you go, Brian. Uh, I don't know if you could shoot this one left. Maybe. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, like that. The handle
0: handles actually better this way for a lefty. Yeah, no,
1: in terms good. of
3: like,
0: the ejection port is more what I was wondering. But oh, it's,
3: teeth. It's, far it's, forward it's, it's not a bullpup. It's fine. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be in my teeth. Still it's one of the things face. I like about the uh, the Keltec RDB. The uh the only the thing. Yeah, the downward yeah, ejecting. Downward. Yeah,
0: I like what it. Could, what could go wrong with brass slowly trickling out a tube under the barrel? <laughs>
3: uh yes no i what it yeah i've got the wrong one uh the rdb is a 308 right yep uh no no their the RFB, 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 rfb is a 308 rfb okay
0: the RDB, rdb is the 556 yeah yeah
3: yeah any gun that that relies on gravity and just push it use it the next case to push the previous case out of the gun that's what not
4: go wrong that's not i'm cool. pretty sure the rdb FB6. can shoot upside down i'm pretty
0: sure you can shoot it upside down I'm pretty sure you can shoot any gun upside down.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The RDB can, because it actually ejects. It
0: doesn't Except just for the KFG. KFG? What? I'm thinking KFC. What's the uh, bolt <laughs> shotgun?
2: Chicken. KSG. Yeah.
0: KSG. Couldn't shoot that upside down. That would be a problem. Yeah.
4: Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I bet Next you can shoot the BiCal MP161K upside down.
0: So this looks like a knockoff of the uh, Benelli M one two two three rifle. Oh, in terms of styling, yeah, I, I see it. Yeah,
3: I was thinking the Beretta Storm too.
4: A
0: little bit of that too. Yeah, yeah,
3: kind of like they got married and had a small twenty two caliber baby.
0: First thing <laughs> I notice is you see all those holes. Yeah, yeah, that's because it's a clamshell piece of plastic screwed I, together like yes. a water gun, and therefore I hate it. I hate yep. guns that have cheap wraparound plastic chassis held together with screws like the toy guns I grew up with in the 80s. It just as soon as you make a real firearm assemble like a toy, I, I got I'm, I'm out. I'm sorry.
3: Sustained. That you would, be, an,
2: that would be a no from Trevor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three, 350 bucks, so.
1: uh, yep. Yeah. $350.
2: People are interested.
4: Tenda has a moving sale right now. So they've got some, uh, the same 5.56 five, that I can't run in my rifle is down to 419 for <laughs> thousand. <3, 000.
1: laughs> how many could you go to
0: buy? For just 419, you too could have jams. <laughs>
4: uh, I got great accuracy in this stuff with my barrel. I just wish it ran.
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe
4: I just need to ream it out just, to, just a touch.
2: Mm. Just Maybe I could out.
4: just get a drill just, bit and just, just put it in it there out. very carefully. Yep. yep. A little turn.
0: I'll do it for you. I, I I like. I work at a gunsmith. I can totally do that for you. <laughs> I won't even charge you.
3: Get Captain Andy on it. <laughs> He'll <fix> it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Captain Andy. He's got a mill
4: and a lathe. He'll start you right out. Oh, oh man, awesome. I, I asked for the chamber to be cut, and my my rails
0: are broken. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's got cracks in it now. Weird. How'd that even happen?
0: Captain Andy. That's how. <laughs> change his name to Captain Crunch <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. He he hasn't met a gun he can't break <laughs> That's true uh.
2: Alright, you done? <laughs> Poor Captain Yeah, why Navy. not Alright uh, Main topic, our main topic tonight Is all about our summer shooting plans All the exciting things that we're going to be doing Trevor, I know you got a lot on your plate So why don't you tell us about all the Stuff that you're going to be shooting, where you're going to be you know, those kind of things.
0: Sure thing. Tomorrow I will be participating in the first of ipsic New Brunswick's three Ipswich level three matches this summer. It's called the Southern New Brunswick 250. It's held at the Hampton Pistol and Rifle Club uh, in Hampton, New Brunswick. So for those aren't really familiar with the area, it's near St. John. And what's cool about this match is it always happens right around the summer solstice so that we can hold it on the longest day of the year because you shoot all 250 rounds in one day. So it's a very long... Um, match. It's a level three. Everything is done by the book. The stages are always awesome. (laughs) I like to joke with those guys and tell them they put on the second best match in New Brunswick. (laughs) (laughs) I put on the best one. But anyway, um, uh, it's debatable. I'm sure there are some people that enjoy that match more than SummerSlam um, because it's different. Um, But different is good. It's awesome. Uh, You have to be ready for this kind of an event. It's a long, hot Arduous day of shooting because you're you're cramming in all 250 rounds in the same day. Um, stage count, I'm not sure. I think it's upwards of 16, maybe more. Um, so, Muffin and I and uh, his stepkid will be peeling out of here tomorrow, and we're actually going to be staying on site. The president of Ipswich, New Brunswick works at a trailer uh, dealership and there's like a couple of 28 footers that he his company allowed him to pull onto the rain. So they're sponsoring the that's event. By, yeah, we're, we're actually going to be camping right on site. That's now this glamping. Yeah, that that's is definitely slamming. glamping. Blamping. Yeah. It's a state of the art trailer with all the uh, regular amenities, stand up shower and satellite and flat screen TV and all that good stuff. So um, but my, my evening will be spent going through IPSC paperwork from all the black badge and RO classes that I was a part of this year. So that'll be, the, that'll be my Friday night and muffin and I, and we'll shoot the match on Saturday and then we'll stay at the range Saturday night, probably have whiskey. I think maybe that could be a thing. Probably not though. Um, and then come home, uh, come home on Sunday. The next big event I've got this summer is the charity shoot. And we just talked about that a lot. Um, I'm really looking forward to actually shooting in these events. I went out to trap last week. Actually, I forgot to mention that what I did this week in guns. I took one of the two eight seventies that Denny and I refinished this winter, and um, it's the eight seventy Wingmaster that I redid the uh, receiver on, put a new barrel on, and um, uh, a new set of uh, well, an, an, an unused set of original vintage wood. And I decided to shoot off my left shoulder with both eyes open. You know, they say in trap shooting you should be shooting with both eyes both eyes open and looking at the clay, not looking at your gun. And so I decided to try that. I mean, I went out and shot some pheasants on New Year's Day or New somewhere, no, December twenty-seventh, something like that. I was on a resort in Nova Scotia shooting pheasants. <laughs> Sorry, shooting at pheasants. Uh, was a lot of warning shots that day. So um <laughs> I decided to try and learn to shoot with both eyes open on my left shoulder, and uh, it was dismal. It was embarrassing. I shot. I hope Jason Philp doesn't hear this, but I shot two twelves back to back. I, I shoot better with my left eye closed using my right shoulder. However, I believe that if I stick to my left shoulder and I stick to both eyes open my scores will eventually come up to not only where I shot off my right shoulder, but they should surpass. So shooting, shooting
4: off your left shoulder is so hard with a shotgun. It just doesn't feel natural. And a lot of sh- what you have to do with a shotgun is like uh, instinctual shooting. Right. Right. Yep. So, but I'm kind of so, ambidextrous. So,
0: and, uh, wait, wait, wait,
3: wait, wait. Oh, so you're going to shoot left-handed.
0: What? No, I'm going to shoot left eye.
3: I knew it. Okay, wait, wait, Okay, well, slow down. So, yes. in, in the in the last twelve months, you yep. have switched to nineteen elevens. Yep. Dropped the SKS, and now you're shooting left handed. What? Who are you? What? Happened to you? you? You are. You're not my friend anymore. I don't know you.
0: I don't believe in nothing no more. Yep.
3: Now on an actual um, slightly more serious point um, because I started shooting shotgun and I sh- shot it right, right arm, uh, right-handed. I still kind of lean towards shooting a heavy recoiling gun, like a shotgun on my right shoulder. Okay. I find it really doesn't feel right on my left, even though I'm left-handed, I'm left eye dominant. It just doesn't work as well for me. So I, yeah, I'm all kinds of confused.
0: Well, I mean, let's face it. I'm never going to be an Olympic trap shooter. Uh, I not with
3: think. that attitude you're not mister
0: <laughs> that's right whether you believe you can or you can't you're right so anyway um, yeah whatever it is what it is but uh, I mean I don't know what I'm going to do because am I going to start hunting with a shotgun off my left shoulder in theory me. I should right because what is trap if not practice for hunting
3: Um. yeah well really so, sporting clays is really more practice for hunting but yeah they're both just well, practice for free gun no, because yeah, uh, there's, there's no there's no speedy reloads, so it's not a practice for three gun at all. Well, not if you know.
0: don't want there to be. Run a chest <laughs> rig, and and Adriel, I used to shoot trap just as an excuse to practice with my three gun shotgun. There so, you go. but when I shoot three gun, oh, this is a bad idea. I'm going back to right because I do everything else right. I do my shotgun right for three gun, and yeah, nope, failed experiment. I'm going back. All right.
3: Okay, I feel less confused. Okay.
0: All right. Listen, I am not confused about my identity as a right-handed shooter. Okay. I'm, <laughs> this is not something that's fluid. Let's stop. I just experimented a little like that time in college and, uh, and now I'm <laughs> okay. going back. It's all
3: to good, my, but let's not talk about it here the on the podcast. It's just, it's, it's, you know.
0: But in all uh, joking aside, Brian, I may be um, a left-handed person and don't know it because I'm left-eye dominant. And uh, my father and my sister are left-handed so it's quite possible that going to a French Catholic school, I tried to, they probably beat it out of me. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? They um, had so
3: much that they probably threw that in there as another reason to beat you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> they didn't need, it. I gave them plenty. Don't worry. Well, yeah. So yeah. So charity shoot, I'm looking forward to getting some extra runs on those steel <laughs> challenge stages again. Um, I'm also looking forward to, um, Being reminded during the maple seeds shoot how to use a sling, and
2: um, I thought you were making me sandwiches.
0: You really thought wrong. (laughs) Like, (laughs) come on! If if I make you a sandwich, everything is upside down. Kelly, you got to say, "Make me a sandwich."
2: I I did. I'll okay. I'm gonna go back in the transcripts.
3: It's it's Sam Mitch. I know it's It's Sam.
2: It's S A M M I C H. It's a sandwich. I want a sandwich.
3: I want to I
0: wanna remember how to use a sling for or shooting uh, the silhouette shoot. I'm looking forward to doing that, and I expect to do well. <laughs> um, then after the charity shoot, heading to Alberta, McClatchy and I will hook up with Adriel. We'll go teach uh, two days of handgun training. And then I'm on vacation for a few weeks. I come back just in time for SummerSlam. SummerSlam is going to be really cool because this year I'm going to be doing my range master mentorship. So this is something. Yeah. I've asked the president of the NROI to be the range master for SummerSlam. And I asked if I could mentor under him because right after that, I go work as a chief range officer at the national. So two years in a row now. I've been selected to work as a chief, chief range officer at the Canadian Nipzig Nationals. And that's a requirement on your way to becoming a range master. So in this province, we don't have a, we have, we have maybe if he is an actual range master, I'm not sure. We have maybe one range master under the age of 60. So it's time for some, some new officials to start stepping up and, and trying to, uh, you know, fill those vacancies as these guys are getting tired and, and being less active in the sport.
3: And, and in the short term, you look like you fit in with that age group. It's all good. I, 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 I inject some new blood, but ooh. I
1: didn't see. Oh,
0: wow. You guys are Richards. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, I missed it so much. So I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, then, uh, so at the Nationals, what'll happen is I'll get out there and shoot the pre match and then. Um, work four days so for four days i'll be assigned a stage or two stages or a bay let's say and every day i'll get a new work crew so if you are the cro's are dedicated to the match like they don't change every day the ro's and the patchers do change every day so if you're not part of the match staff you get a you get a schedule so it's usually like work one full day and shoot some half days and so you could uh, so on day one, I'll get you know five or six people come see me, and of them, they'll be made up of shooters who listed on their application for the match that they're an RO. So they will do the ROing, and the um, other shooters will do uh, will do the patching and the resetting and the painting and stuff like that. So that way, when it's your turn to shoot, all you do is shoot. And this is something that I'm hoping to bring to SummerSlam. SummerSlam is a two day match, so I'd like SummerSlam to be. You shoot all the stages in one day, and then you work one day. But I don't have enough people signed up for the match to have enough um, actual ROs to, you know, make make full work crews. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I think Jim has an idea for scheduling this year. To uh, help eliminate bottlenecks. Bottlenecks are when you arrive at a stage, it's your turn to shoot, and the other squad is still there because for reasons they just haven't left yet, and so then everything gets it causes a trickle effect, and everything gets backed mm-hmm. up. So yeah, just like on a golf course or something like that. Exactly, if you uh, yeah. if you have a a slow squad or a slow stage, um, yeah. you know it can add and, up. And my I like my my Range Master. I love them, but he just—he doesn't stick to his guns. You're not supposed to let people skip ahead. So what happens is they skip ahead, and then the squad that's supposed to be at that stage arrives. It's their turn to be there, and you're there. Now another bottleneck has happened, and it's happened because the range master allowed it to happen. Just say no, man. Just—just just say no. For on on your
4: single day
0: events, Trevor, do you yeah. have
4: the ROs shoot? Along with a squad, yes. or yeah. yeah,
0: when we when we have a level two match in New Brunswick, that could any be anything from eight to twelve stages. Each squad, you you appoint a range master. You have a, a match director, and each squad, if you have a CRO, you appoint a CRO, and then the shooters are the ROs. So one minute you're shooting, the next minute you're taking your gun off and you're grabbing the timer. And we self-RO each other all day. We we do everything ourselves. The squad is a self-contained unit of CRO, ROs, and shooters. And if you're not an RO, you're a patcher or a painter or a resetter. If you're an RO, we try and set up the shooting order so that, you know, okay, Adriel, you're an RO, Brian's an RO, I'm an RO, we can't be back-to-back. We need to spread each other out. So you'll RO a couple of guys, and then you'll stop like two guys before it's your turn to shoot then I'll RO a couple of guys, et cetera. Cool. So we just don't have the population to have people who show up and just want to RO. Like I, I don't, there, there are those people out there that show up to a match and just RO. I'm like, I could, I would never get out of bed to go RO a match. Like it doesn't make sense. I mean, uh, even referees and hockey used to play once a time, once upon a time, you know, like, and anyway, I don't, I'm glad those people are out there and they just want to RO matches. But I also believe that a good R.O. Oh, is, a good sh- is a good shooter if you're not actively shooting and keeping up with how things change. And yep. yeah, so from,
3: from what I've heard from other podcasts and stuff, um, what bigger matches will do is they'll, they'll have all the ROs come in and shoot the match. And on, say, the Friday, and then yeah. the actual matches on the Saturday, Sunday, whatever. And then those ROs get paid by not having to pay a match. <clears throat> Something and this along is, those yeah. lines. Yeah. yeah.
0: And if you have enough people, you can do that. But, I mean, I wouldn't, I couldn't, yeah. I, I don't have the time and flexibility in, in the schedule, and the range schedule, yeah, yeah. to have the ROs shoot the match on Saturday and then have them RO for the rest of the world on Sunday. They're just Those numbers don't exist out here. Now, the Nationals, what they do is they pay the CROs, so I'll be paid a fee to stand there for four days and be responsible for a stage or a bay, depending on how it's configured. Um, And we shoot the match for free, and we're paid to do that because, like, we're a dedicated match staff. We don't we, we don't get to go anywhere. We don't get you know. So we shoot the pre match now. These guys are doing it. Like last year when I shot the pre match in Calgary, I was squatted with uh, all. I mean, everyone who shot the pre match was either uh, range staff that were going to be repairing things or doing stats or whatever, uh, or dedicated CROS. So I was with a group of CROS. So um. They appointed me, my first time ever at the Nationals, as a CRO, the CRO for the squad of CROs, all of which who had a lot more experience than I did. So I was very intimidated at first. And and that's when I learned that when you are a dedicated CRO for a squad, you don't actually RO because you're the next step in the chain of command if there's a problem between the shooter and the RO. The first person they call is the CRO. Well, if the CRO... Was the one roing the shooter, and the shooter doesn't like the arrows call. Well, now we got to go straight to the range master. Yeah. So, um, so it was kind of cool. Um, I didn't have to ro them, but I was also the cro. So uh, it went fine because they were all really awesome people to to learn from and shoot with and stuff. So um, now this year we are going to be shooting the match the exact same way all the other comp- competitors are going to be shooting the match. In Calgary, we had to RO each other. We had to patch. We had to paint. We had to do that. Well, this year in Winnipeg, they're going to have dedicated match staff for the pre-match. So it's a, it's going to be a genuine, authentic pre-match, not like work out the kinks, not like you know sh- patch and, and RO each other. We're going to show up and we're going to shoot the whole match in one day. But We're going to be just shooting. Shoot, move on, shoot, move on. It's going to be awesome. So it's going to be just like as if I was attending the regular schedule of the Nationals and not doing the pre-match because I'm working. So I'm really looking forward to see how how that works. So Hmm. the other challenge I have in trying to have dedicated staff for SummerSlam is, well... I um, mean No, it's just, it's far away. So to hire our CROs and have them come in. So my pre-match is on Wednesday, Thursday, and then we clean up the range on Friday to prepare for the main match on Saturday and Sunday. So if I was going to hire dedicated CROs to work Saturday and Sunday, I'd have to pay them a lot of money because they'd have to stay in town Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, go home on Monday. It'd just be like going to the Nationals, but only for a two-day match. So I think my if I can get enough people signed up who are officials, you'll work a day, shoot a day. So that's uh, that's it. Brian, what about you? What are your summer plans involve? Oh, wait, I got one. Uh, no, go ahead.
3: Okay, so listeners, let's pretend that I talked for half an hour about minutiae, about what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I'll just give you the Coles Notes version right now. Um, let's see. I've got, uh, and I'm just looking. Uh, oh, crap. When is my, oh, there it is. Um, in August, I have a five-day service rifle clinic with Milken. So that should be really exciting. Hopefully, it'll be awesome. Um, I will be commuting. Are you putting it on or are you attending? No, no, no. I'm attending. I'm a a, I'm a student. So, so how'd you do in the Service Rifle Nationals last year? Yeah, like thirteenth, something like that. Hmm. Yeah. You, something. yeah. Who are you taking this from? Uh it's with Keith and Linda at, at uh at Mokun. So hmm. yeah. so I'm just trying to get more better. Um, it works out. This was this was probably going to be – it's actually the first year they've had it in quite a while, and it worked in, into my schedule, so I'm taking it. So giddy up. It'll be awesome. Um, <clears throat> I'll be doing various other little service rifle clinics with them here and there a couple of Saturdays. Um, I've got a steel pistol practice coming up this weekend, so it'll be my chance to shoot some uh, steel challenge kind of stuff. Um, then I've got nationals. NSCC starts at the end of August, stretches into the first full week of September. So I'll be shooting pistol, uh, precision rifle, probably if I can find a shooting partner. And then I'll shoot the uh, service rifle. So I'll be some fun. I don't know if my partner from last year is coming this year. So I'm all sad about that. But, you know, I, I understand that he's he's a busy guy, he's going all over everywhere with. Maple Seed and this CRPS stuff, so I guess he's got to let something slide.
2: I I don't know. He's letting you slide. Eh. It eh. is.
3: <laughs> um, then I um, I didn't rejoin the Or the Ontario Rifle Association this year, but I am going to go as a guest to shoot the CQB Championship because the way to win a championship is to not shoot any of the same kind of matches before the championship. Just show up cold and and shoot it and be awesome, right? That that should work. Not a recipe for success, but it's a recipe for fun. Well, it's not not a recipe, cool, yeah. But
4: if you can show up hungover, that's the most ideal thing.
3: Yeah, I tend to not do that because I don't enjoy being hungover as Fine. much as I never, ever He's did. grumpy. Really, yeah.
2: You're grumpy. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're, it's, it's, is this supposed to be news to me? Because, like, I live with me every day. I know I'm grumpy, okay? This is not... Uh... Um, And then I may be doing something kind of wacky uh an actual biathlon well sort of a biathlon
2: is that what you're uh, training for
3: No I'm not actually training for anything in particular um but the, the local uh cross country/mountain slash mountain bike hill is having a biathlon so you do cool. either run or bike and then they're going to have sh- air rifle shooting stations I'm sort of tempted to do that cuz it's sort of a com- a combination of a couple of my interests there so We'll see how that.
2: How long goes. is the bike and how long is the run? I don't know
3: any of the details.
2: Oh, when is Olive,
3: it? Uh, the twenty third of September, I think. Hmm. I have that much. So
2: that's the same day as the army run. Can't go. Sorry. How, what? The army runs the <laughs> same day. Can't go.
3: Uh, guess what I'll do? If I, I can either drive six hours to Ottawa or I can drive twenty minutes to Hardwood Hills, guess which one I'm gonna get.
2: You're give. driving six hours to see me
3: heck no no <laughs> no way no not happening Kels. no uh, Fine, yeah.
2: whatever w- and it's it,
3: i will have just been in ottawa for national so no i will not be wanting to do that drive again
2: trevor flew to see me in ottawa
3: trevor is <laughs> not me. true story do, do you do you notice trevor over there hi over there and then yep. there's me different people oh, different not the same
0: human different different priorities kelly i
3: know yes, yes. You are a priority for Trevor. You are not a priority for me. There I said. Ouch, man.
0: (laughs) Wow.
3: Well, Trevor was going to go there, and I cut the knees out from under him.
0: You did. You took it from me. So it's a win. I didn't get to make myself look good, but you still managed to make (laughs) yourself look bad, and somehow you think that's a win.
3: Well, okay. You would have made yourself look good while making me look bad. I just made myself look bad without you looking good. So. It's kind of, yeah. I yeah. didn't lose as hard as I could have.
0: Wow. So That's it's. A, totally yes. <laughs> don't That's think a,
3: about it too hard. Don't, don't worry.
2: When you see each other, it'll hurt. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, see, what I'm afraid of is that you and I will go to another um, active killer defense class and you'll beat me.
2: Oh, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be I'm, dead.
0: We don't oh, want that. Kelly, that was my favorite part when Rick grabbed that guy. That was awesome.
1: Oh. Red
0: You don't don't remember remember. Rick grabbing that guy in my room? Come at me, bro. And he tied him up in a little knot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Sandro, yeah. (laughs) I didn't say his name. You had to say his name. I said that guy. I said that guy on purpose. Like I know what the man's name was. They want to embarrass him in front of all of our listeners about Rick grabbing him. Kelly. Yeah, sorry, Sandro. (laughs) So you said it again just in case somebody didn't hear it the first time.
2: Hi Sean.
0: You're a genius.
2: Yeah, it was. It wasn't Sean.
3: I'm just Brian, saying, Ryan,
0: dig up because
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm not digging at all. This is you guys digging. I'm out. I, I finished my list and now you guys are reliving the past. I don't understand.
0: Well, you yeah, meant to like have to kill it. Yeah. Three yeah. o'clock in the morning.
3: It was awesome. I, lots, I, lot, I was,
0: Kelly, look at me. I'm raising my hand, Kelly.
3: <laughs> I, was, I was somewhere at three o'clock that morning, but I wasn't there, and that's okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Sean and I. Sean and I were in the oh, um, uh, the planning meeting on Sunday. <laughs> Kelly and people started to raise their hand to talk, and Sean and I just giggled. <laughs> Things were getting heated in my room, Brian. So Trevor
2: to, made uh, everybody raise their hand.
0: Yeah, I you had to raise your I, hand I, to talk. It was awesome. Whiskey I, rules. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: Whiskey <yeah>.
0: classroom rules.
3: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> are you done, Brian? Hey, Adriel. Hey, What, Adriel, what are you why? gonna? What are you gonna do this summer for fun matches? Yeah. i go
4: shoot some squirrels or gophers or something, I guess.
3: <laughs> cool. With 556 five, or 223.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, the you one I got one soft points, points for.
3: Venomous.
4: Maybe I'll cut the ends off so that they're, they're soft points.
3: It's squirrels and gophers. You don't need soft points, you don't need expansion.
4: <laughs> but you can get it.
3: <laughs> well, cut the ends Can You can explode them pretty good.
4: <laughs> yeah, they explode real good. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, what am we doing this summer? Um, divorce is divorce in your list? I, it's adding adding like supporting elements to that. Eventual eventuality. Yep. Uh let's see.
0: Charity <laughs> oh, events working towards it.
4: Yeah. Uh it basically half of every month is is dedicated to shooting now, so <laughs> uh, Not joking. Uh let's see here on the 5th I'll be doing the charity event. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh I'll be coming back home for the 11th just in time to uh, have uh, Trevor and Matthew over and teach that course with them. Apparently, they're Great. staying like well past their welcome, like way past the course into like Wednesday of the next week. So we're gonna oh. go shoot some gophers. Excuse you, I leave on Tuesday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's the one over, over warming his welcome or overstaying his welcome by yeah. staying until Wednesday. That's okay. You guys can st- have the room upstairs, and you
4: guys can just cook. That'll, uh, that'll, you'll enjoy that. Uh, let's see. Uh, start of august i have a match in prince george that's going to be a long weekend toast there then i have the weekend after uh two Chaz events uh a two day. so the one day is going to be a three gun and the one after that's going to be that historical two gun uh and then we're into september <laughs> i don't have all my events in just yet for september so uh i uh, guarantee it'll have two in there uh yeah, oh, so yeah. Uh, a ton of three gun. A ton of three gun. Ton of? is Yeah. Is it metric? Mm, a metric ton, yeah. Okay.
2: So
0: it's a tone of.
2: A tone. tone
4: one tone. Yeah, one tone of uh, three gun. That's my uh, summer plans. Including uh, checking out the uh, Dunvargan whooper in. Uh, hooper? Hooper. <laughs> hooper. In uh, New Brunswick.
0: Dungarvan hooper.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's super famous. I've always wanted to go there and, and hear it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Whatever.
2: <laughs> super famous.
4: Oh, yeah, we it, we know about it in Alberta. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's my summer.
2: That's your summer? Yeah. Can okay, I mine?
4: Yeah, maybe okay. I'll shoot some gophers. Maybe.
2: Maybe? Yeah,
4: maybe. Maybe so, 100 or 200 or 500 or something. I don't know. On a hundreds. date? Hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah.
2: On a day? One
1: Each day?
2: day? Yep. Each yep. Day. Okay. Alright. So, me. So, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> me. I'm going to be doing the maple seeds, obviously. Uh, we're going to New Brunswick in two weeks. Right, Trevor? Two weeks? A couple of weeks.
0: Wow, I better start training my liver now.
2: Yep. So, New Brunswick, we're going to do PEI, we're going to do... Uh, Nova Scotia, so Dartmouth. Then we're going back to New Brunswick. Then we're coming back to Ontario. Uh, And then we're going to pretty much take a couple weeks off. And then we're going out to Alberta. So driving down to um, Michigan to get Miss Stacey. We're driving through the States. Then we're coming up to Alberta. So we're going to do Alberta. Going to do a whole bunch of events in Alberta. We're going to go see uh, Adriel. Um, Cool. it's, It's been confirmed. So we're going to be putting out... Uh, the event break links soon for that.
4: Oh, uh, that's my calendar.
2: Yeah, it's the 8th of uh, August, by the way. So
4: Oh, there's sure. my second event in
2: August. <laughs> yeah. oh. Uh, oh,
4: sorry, third event in August. Woo. Yes.
2: And then we're going to uh, Saskatchewan, we're going to go to Saskatoon, a couple other places, and then we're going to Manitoba, and that's it for August. Uh, except for the rest of the team. There's another team that's going out to Alberta and, and Saskatchewan. So, once they come back, then I'm going to go to Meford to do the RO for the, uh, the steel challenge that's out there. We have a ladies it's also in September. We have a ladies day. That's going to be in Ottawa for EOSC. Then I have a ladies day in September as well for Napanee. And then after that, October, and November, almost every weekend will be maple seeds in Ontario. So we're going to do berry, So we'll get that arranged. Uh, we're going to, Hoping to do Northern Ontario and then also Southwestern Ontario as well. And then, of course, a couple around, you know, Kingston and the area. So that's it. Maple Seed 24-7. That's my life.
3: (laughs) Okay, important question. Is uh, Kevin doing Nationals?
2: Uh, Important question. The last time I heard, yes. He's booked it. So does that mean that he's actually going to do it? I don't know. You have to ask him.
3: Yeah. It's more convenient for me to ask you right now. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But I could Yeah. But But that's
2: That's
3: fine. Don't worry about it. It's good. When I get serious about it, I'll message him.
2: Yeah, he probably will need a partner. Anyways, just saying. I thought. Maybe. I don't know.
0: I thought you were his partner.
3: This is for precision rifle, Trevor. Don't Mm -hmm. don't don't make this don't make this sorted. Don't ruin this too. Don't ruin this too. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yes he's planning on shooting nationals and he's been preparing for it as well his match this weekend got canceled for some reason but you guys don't need to know that this is a podcast anyways speaking about oh.
4: this being a podcast uh do you need to stay at my place when you're in edmonton or are you guys staying at a hotel
2: uh, no we're staying with you,
0: <laughs> oh. you <laughs> how many days uh, you don't kelly, have room for them all
2: two and tell your wife
0: how many people kelly
2: uh, me, Greg, and me, Greg, and Stacy. Maybe, maybe Rick as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's got one small room upstairs where it's a hundred degrees and two beds.
2: That's, yeah, nice. that's fine. We can we can sleep on the floor.
0: Uh, that'll yep. be on the seventh and eighth. Both. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Of of August. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! It's gonna be a hot box in there.
2: <laughs> yeah. we are the things that are my problem. It.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know if the listeners caught that, but Adriel quietly said into the mic a list of things that aren't my problem.
1: <laughs> I love it. We'll bring
0: uh, a fan. I'll, pu- I'll put one fan up there. Thanks. It's hey, that's fun. more than Matthew and I get. Yeah. It's because he okay. likes me
2: better. It's eh. going to be me,
0: me, Matthew, and Christina all sharing that room. Oh, oh, man. And apparently, she's not traveling with her CPAP machine, so that'll be fun. <laughs> Speak of the devil! Hi, An. <laughs>
1: Hi, Christina. Maybe the um, Maybe the, the Patreons
3: should buy uh, the 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 show <laughs> like a little portable uh, um, air conditioner that you can just leave at Adriel's. Oh, I since most of the show of is is staying there,
4: I should just buy one of those. My kids are are already like losing their minds. It's so hot.
2: So hot. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was pretty hot this week. Yep. All right, listener feedback from the YouTube who's been paying attention. I know that there's a couple I of have. questions.
4: Yeah. Um, Brian, do you make laser noises while riding the trails on your bike that, pretending that you're a stormtrooper blasting Ewoks on Endor or a rebel running from the stormtroopers, Trevor? Uh,
3: no, I'm too out of breath when I'm biking. I can't make little noises, so no. Mm.
4: Okay. Uh do you shoot the targets while riding by on the bike?
3: I haven't yet. Working on that on on this very public, uh, well used trail system that I that I'm biking on. No, mm-hmm. I have not been doing very much shooting. I've
4: you could trying, practice with airsoft.
2: I
3: could. You're right. right. However, pew pew pew. Hasn't your come hold up, there. hasn't come up yet. No. Yeah, no. Are you wearing you spandex with, you and, and where are you putting no that hands, holster?
2: Right? I'm just asking.
4: For a friend. <laughs> Brian, you can you can bike with no hands, right? That'll let you draw too. <laughs> for,
3: for about a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, but I'm not biking anymore. I'm <laughs> <like, laughs> <tumbling. laughs> laying in the ground swearing. After
0: you're doing, doing backflips and and front flips and remembering not to put your finger in the trigger when you pick it up so you don't yeah, shoot somebody else it, on yeah, the yeah,
3: trail. No, no, we're, I'm not mixing though these particular hobbies. No, hmm. that's not how that sounds. Seems
0: happening. like a missed opportunity, but you know,
3: you know, it might well be. It, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought this through. I'll, uh, I'll ponder it.
2: You were talking about doing the biathlon. You're just training for. it.
3: Yeah, it's a little different event though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Come on. I mean, anyway. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Anyway. All right.
2: What Any other uh, Any other ridiculous guess,
3: questions about my well, was, in personal life?
2: Greg wants to know, Brian, which do you prefer him to wear? Either suspender or belt.
0: I for
3: Greg to wear? Yeah,
0: I think yeah. he can wear what Would, he wants. And I really
3: yeah, I'm I'm good with either, dude. Like the man not, he's
0: not going to judge you. He'll Greg take you as, as you as you well. are, Greg.
3: Greg, just as long as your pants or kilt stays up, I don't care how you get there. Duct tape is fine, <laughs> <laughs> man.
2: Duct tape, no
3: duct tape.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> all right. I think that's it for the questions. All right, listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Highlander Tactical. Go to HighlanderTactical.com. Check out the great supply both outside and inside the waistband holsters today. Use promo code SLAMFIRE. It's all capital letters and all one word. to Check out and save 10% on your order. All right.
3: And, And if anything could just wait until like after tomorrow when in theory my package should for sure be shipped. I don't want him distracted by new orders until my package, my holster gets shipped. Okay. That's it.
2: <clears throat> uh, uh, Brian, why don't you read the one from Justin, please?
3: Um. Okay. Hello, Slamfire Radio. First of all, I wanted to thank Adriel for the patch and sticker. Happy to be contributing to the show as a Patreon supporter. Do any of you guys know where I could pick up a hat that has a Velcro portion to attach said patch? Not even sure where to look. I guess Amazon would be the first place. Any possible places out in the Vancouver area? I'm
0: some of the tactical shops like the ones yeah, that yes. carry the 511 DTS clothing
3: tactical, yeah anything like that or if D- you
0: dts tactical ds tactical ds tactical one, yeah. yeah
3: or yeah amazon is also a or a hey. close to a one-stop shop yep
0: yeah, but if you uh, if you do want to get something local in vancouver yep hit, hit up ds tactical yeah
3: any i don't the, think any of the
0: stores that carry tactical clothing is going to carry those yeah,
3: I don't know if Fundy Tactical is out that far west or not. I, don't
0: know. I would assume it's on the Bay of Fundy. That's the only place in the world with the name Fundy,
3: right? However, Ottawa. there's there's one in Ottawa. There's one in Toronto. Strange. Yeah, there's one in Halifax. Yeah, it's, they're all over the place. Anyway, uh, second question goes to Brian, which I guess is me. Even though we spelled it wrong, that's okay. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious to see how the see all open site is working for you on your 320. I was considering the site as an alternative to a red dot, as I have an astigmatism in my eyes, and red dots do not show up for me as a crisp brown dot. But I've do they the have same, to? Ah, that's the question. I I find it distracting when they don't. It drives me a little bonkers, and I admit that that is maybe not the most important thing to be focusing on. Yep. Yet here I am. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what I will tell you by going to shoot steel this weekend with that gun, I'll have a really much better idea of how it reacts to actually moving from target to target and transitioning. So uh, um, I'm not, I I haven't come up with a conclusion yet on the, on that particular sighting system. We'll see. Um, Finally, love the show and hoping Trevor will get back on and have a nice long update of what, we didn't guns. Well, man, and how yeah. he got two. He did it twice. <laughs> yep. Anyway, <laughs> I cheers. swear I, I, I tried to keep it short. Yes. Cheers. You did, a,
2: you did a pretty good job. You really did.
3: No. Oh, no, he went no.
2: Yeah. He did. Could have been worse. All right. Yeah.
3: Who's got the next one, Kelly?
2: So, Adrian, you have uh, Ben's.
4: From Ben. Hey guys. I found you a while ago and have been binge listening since I spend a vast amount of time in the vehicle for work. So I consume a lot of podcasts because it's like radio. Yeah. I love the Canadian content, the event info and the discussion and banter. Even if sometimes the Glock fanaticism is somewhat overpowering.
0: So he's hey. got to be listening to really old episodes.
3: Yeah. yeah. On hey, those old like- episodes, like the events, they're past don't don't plan for them. They're done.
4: <laughs> you can't go to them.
2: Wait till you til show get up. They to won't the FN there won't be there. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Oh, the FN phase. Snuffy fell in love with an FN <laughs> at the Steel Challenge. He won one. Oh, I got it. Sorry, I'm going there. Fred Lapierre, the Squire. This dude, he finished like third in production with a four-inch FN a pancake holster that he made himself, which is like the slowest thing in the world to draw from. And the draw time and steel challenge is so important. It's like half of your stage time. And he hadn't shot in forever. And Fred got after it hard, man, can that guy shoot. He's just natural raw talent. It's amazing. And he was telling filthy and I, he's trying out for some army marksman team that may end up in Bisley at some point. And I think at one point when the instructor said, like, if you don't die, you're on the team. That's how good he was doing. And he really, he was unsure where his rifle skills would stack up compared to the rest of them, but he knew he would do good in the pistol. And yeah, of course he did. It was amazing. Yeah. He's shooting complete straight up duty gear and just awesome. Oh, and filthy beat Mark Price. Everyone everywhere in the universe needs to know that filthy beat Mark Price, and he beat him good too. And there was two Trevors in the match, so when I announced seventh place, which was for Trevor Grenier, right away Mark Price went, "Ha! I beat you!" I like, <laughs> Wrong, Trevor, dude. Calm down. <laughs>
3: okay. Like, is 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 beating Mark Price supposed to be some kind of accomplishment?
0: Mark Price beating other people is an accomplishment.
3: Okay, or or a fluke.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Mark,
0: they had a friendly competition going. And uh, yeah, he he didn't he didn't pull through filthy beat him. Yep.
2: yep. Well, that's what continues. Happened,
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm a sick guy, so we aren't any better, except our guns are better.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, I <tell> love <laughs> Trevor Grenier.
4: Yeah. Now, for the purpose of my email. I get that people don't like police, but that's not why police do the job. Many, if not all boots on the ground, first in kind of individuals are just doing the best they can in some tough situations. But as this podcast progresses, I can't help but notice that the anti-cop rhetoric is reaching a fever pitch. I know the country is not kind to us as gun owners. We are painted with a rough brush. But if we hate it so much, why do we do it to police officers? Uh, why on the CCFR Facebook page are cops scared to out themselves? Why as gun owners must we aggressively approach, approach police? I think that gets you shot. Uh, it's not the boots on the ground kind of guys making ridiculous law. Ask the officer to stand up and ignore his order orders is not fair either. These people have families and lives and to ask them to breach their oath is not fair. I wasn't sure you were aware, but from the outside looking in, that's how I feel. Ignore it. Listen to it. The choice is yours. I'll remain a faithful listener as long as I can. Thanks for your time. Your
0: friend Ben. So Ben, we're very far from anti-cop. We're we're pro-cop. We may uh, publicly chastise decisions made by the RCMP in Ottawa, but when it comes to boots on the ground, there was a cop showed up at my house tonight in the middle of podcasting. Um, We train with cops. There's actually going to be the RCMP are going to be training on the range. The same time as the Fralacci class is going on during the charity shoot, uh, we have cops that are listeners. We've trained with cops. We continue to train and support frontline officers. Train with and support frontline officers. Kelly essentially works in law enforcement. So if you're getting that impression, we apologize. It's not the impression yeah. we go for. We are pro cop. Um, not even that. We're not even anti cop. We're actually pro cop. Um, you know they're the ones that we're gonna call if we need them. So to crap on them makes absolutely no sense. So any anti-cop rhetoric that you're picking up is simply us picking on policy made by people in Ottawa, the firearms lab, stuff like that. Frontline Total
4: officers on accidents because I think we've talked a couple of times about some accidents where oh and I shot yeah I'll, yeah
0: to, you know. I'll pick on anybody who makes a mistake. I don't care if they're a cop or not. They're not gonna get a pass because they're a cop when like that. FBI guy did the backflip and picked up his gun by the trigger guard, I want to be the first one to say, oh, and the antis say that only law enforcement and military should have weapons, right? Well, anybody can make a mistake. And the fact of the matter is, police don't receive nearly enough training. And so it's not necessarily their fault, but individuals need to take responsibility to go out and get additional training regardless if they're law enforcement or civilian. Yep. So anyway, in closing, we're pro-cop. We're anti-SIG. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all I have no, to
2: No, we're about not. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Trevor, Trevor Graney has got a, a brand new SIG, and it won't lock back on any of his mags, and they're SIG factory mags. It's a brand new, expensive gun, and it doesn't work right out of the box. But have you tried the SIG X5? Don't care. And I have. Oh, uh, so. I've handled it and stuff, but mm-hmm. I take a SIG X5 over the 226 or the 229. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think the X-5 is like a proper shooting
4: gun, whereas the other two are uh, dated. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Guess what, Trevor? You get the big long one because you gave me yours. So, Amanda D is yours. I
0: didn't give you mine. What are you talking about? Yes, you
2: did. Go.
0: I just got on the show. What are you talking about? (laughs) You talking about Brian made you read mine?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, okay.
0: Right. Well, again, that wasn't me, so I don't know why I'm being picked on. But I will not put up the fight <laughs> that you put up. I will. I will step up and and give Amanda's You're the, a uh, man. You're much better than I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I am a better man than you are. <clears throat> Hello, beautiful podcasters. I encountered Slamfire a couple of months ago through a random Facebook link a friend posted, and I've been hooked. I've rapidly been catching up on both older episodes and the newer ones, too. And you guys have been just great to listen to on my way to and from work. And have definitely motivated me to get more involved in the shooting sports. It's great to have Kelly and see all she is doing for women in the shooting community. I'm a 29 year old woman living in Vancouver who very much expected to be shooting, expected the shooting community to be 100 to be 100 percent a boys' club. And while in a lot of cases it is, I'm so glad people are working to get more of us out shooting. I know I've been trying to convince my girlfriends to come with me to the range after some advice from your talking from your taking people to the range episode. Okay. Uh, I got into shooting sort of unintentionally. I got my RPAL when I was a bit younger and was working towards trying to join the CBSA. I've been down that road myself, actually. Mm-hmm. But before I got through the whole process of joining the CBSA, I ended up with an opportunity to go in a completely different direction career-wise and just, my, and just thought my license would end up being a souvenir of my adventures until a friend had a birthday and he celebrated at one of the walk-in shooting ranges in town. I ended up enjoying myself enough that I decided to buy a couple of guns on my own and start uh, to start learning on. Nice. Long story short. Oh, this is actually long story long, Amanda. It's almost (laughs) like I wrote this thing. Long story short, I'm really loving your show. And I really hope we don't lose Brian. Uh, well, there's no Brian with an eye on our show, so whoever that is doesn't matter. When Matthew comes back, and yes, we are. It's been said time and time again, he's only a temp. And I love to point that out because it irks him. Uh, I'm only just getting to the Matthew episodes, and he is great, but Brian, so are you. Again, Brian Aww. with an eye. Don't know who she's talking to. Must be Brian Sheets. Also, uh, so in case you had no Samanda, Amanda, he spells his name with a Y and he's quite particular about it. Also, I just listened to, uh, to your episode with Dustin, the movie guy who was uh, gay bashed. And it was really moving listening to his story. And I'm really thankful you guys had him on to think uh, on. I think it speaks to how open-minded and supportive this community can really be. And that's exciting. And as a woman who is a bit smaller, I really appreciated his stance on self-defense. I don't know if you guys have any plans to have him on again, but I hope you do. It was also really nice to listen to someone a little younger who lives in a more urban area, but is really still, but is still really into firearms. I'm sure there are more than a few of us listeners out there who would agree. Another backup host, perhaps. Anyway, so she's saying that we're all... Rednecks and old and we need some young millennials from the city. That's what I'm maybe taking some liberties, or are you guys getting that too?
2: She's I'll saying that's the about redneck. Yeah. I was, she's saying, I was, saying that about you, but okay. Yeah,
3: but, but she looks like me. she looks marvelous. And then Thank there's you. you. Brian. She
0: does, she does look marvelous. I've not aged well. This this is all true. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, I'm
3: excited. And I suppose I suppose city people are people too.
2: Uh, <laughs> they are. Yeah. Yes, yes, they the are.
0: The ones that lived in the country and moved there are the ones that were born there. Mm, I don't
3: know. Ah, no, no, no. We have to be. We have to be inclusive. We, we
0: are. We are. We are terribly inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, we let we let you on. Anyway, I'm excited to have lots no, of sure, episodes. I'm to I'm look. don't let the door hit you on the way when Matthew comes back well I'm excited to have lots of episodes to look forward to please keep making amazing content and being pillars to this amazing community I'm just starting to break into awesome that's cool Amanda thank you so much for writing it's really uh, it's really cool to hear about your adventure and and, uh, enjoying the community and you're absolutely right the community is filled with women but um events dedicated to them are still few and far between and they need, we need more of that so they can discover each other so they can figure out just exactly how many women are recreational shooters, hunters, competitive shooters in Vancouver. um, There's quite a few female shooters out there.
2: There are a bunch and some really great ladies. So Amanda, if you want their contact information, I know they'll be happy to take you out shooting. I know of two ladies in particular that would be, that have been on the show. They'd like to take you out. So
4: could they take Sweet. me out shooting? Yes. I'm not a female, but could just, they just, just take me out? Yes.
2: Yeah. I You've mean... met them before. Oh, have I? No, yeah. Trevor has.
1: I'm oh, sure. Was... Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah. And Brian's yeah. back on the good boy list now because <laughs> he said I look young compared to you.
1: Got some, got There's some good boy. Pretty points. much
2: anybody does, but yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, you're back off the list. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't
3: comfortable being on the list. I gotta tell you, I like I like my spot. home like, home. Like, yeah. I just want to stay in my little hole. Yep. That's where I'm comfortable.
0: Stay in your lane, and your lane is not the nice guy.
3: No, yeah. no, no. Get off my lawn. <laughs> if my lawn's not here. Just get off.
0: And and yes, you are supposed to back back into the parking space. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, a drive-through is okay too. Yeah. Don't have to fine. back out. Whatever it takes to not have to back out is the correct way to park. Correct. Now get off my lawn. Yes. Yeah.
2: All right. If you'd like to send an email to the show, you can email us at slamfireradio at gmail.com. We have no iTunes tonight, so send us iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. It also gets us noticed a little bit more as well. What do we have for shout-outs, Trevor? We haven't heard from um, you in, like, forever.
0: To everyone I met at the CCFR AGM who I had never met before, it was a pleasure speaking to you and getting to know you, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you at the next CCFR AGM or shooting event. Uh, to everyone who took pity on me and let me shoot their gun at the shooting day, thanks, because I was pretty sad there for a while. Didn't uh, anyone know
3: who you were? Uh,
0: I I guess not. I mean... I don't know. I,
3: I guess you didn't get a sandwich either.
0: I didn't know. Uh, yes, we had a whole tray of sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Did
4: anyone specifically buy you a sandwich?
0: Yes. <laughs> the CCFR <laughs> buy Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Did, did anyone at least go over to the sandwich tray and grab one for you and bring it to you? No.
2: I tried <laughs> to kill him at the CCFR AGM. I just thought I should. <laughs> <laughs> You're
4: not supposed Sorry. to admit that
0: on air. Yeah, she oh, did, yeah. It's yeah, a full paw. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah i i offered red brownie it had nuts in it just, yeah
0: oh, stick like, here put this in your mouth it'll be fun <laughs> you'll love my nuts yeah uh, i did not
2: yeah he didn't oh he didn't touch it
0: nope i did not touch kelly's nope.
3: nuts what what's it what's it, i don't know what's worse the fact that we're saying these things or the fact that we're sober excuse
0: um and also um to the crew who organized the ccfr agm job well done uh we had michelle rompel as uh, a speaker we had dave uh uncle dave man from caps training he gave a presentation guys listeners yeah if you see one of his classes advertised you need to go it will change your outlook on so many things You really need to make this part of your plan, especially if you are ever considering defending yourself in this country. You need to, you need to go take his class. Um, And to Trevor Grenier. So Trevor Grenier is someone I've actually known for many, 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 many years all the way. All the way. Yeah, exactly. Came in seventh, Mark Price. That wasn't me. Um, (laughs) And he did really well. Seventh for his first steel challenge is awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So he's uh, he's a hell of a pistol shot. Just took his black badge this year. I've known him since high school. And uh, he's recently uh, become pretty active in the Rescuers Gun Club. And every time I go to the range to work, God love him, this guy is right there with me. And he's doing all the dirty jobs that I hate doing. He must have pounded spikes. I don't know how many spikes he's pounded so far, but he, He's a, he's a, a hell of a worker. He's been breaking his back to help make SummerSlam a success, and uh, so uh, thanks, old man. I really appreciate it. And on top of that, he PM'd me in the middle of the show to show me pictures of the bear he just shot. He just bagged his New Brunswick spring bear. Uh, I think it was about a hundred yard shot with his thirty out six, and he's got himself a nice spring black bear. So congratulations, Trevor. Good job, man. I want a package of hamburger.
2: <laughs> all right hamburgers on the way Adrian, what about you
4: uh just all the ro's and volunteers of the Chaz three gun match we uh this, uh, this is our biggest match that we've ever put on and uh the first time we've done a two-day uh both combined so <laughs> we kind of did it all and uh yeah the uh the volunteers and the ro's and the uh just kind of everyone pitched in really well and and made it a success and uh I don't think we, we well we, we we couldn't have done it without the volunteers <laughs> we couldn't have done it without them uh, really being innovative in in how they're setting up and uh, and how they're are uh, those stages so it was all really good really safe and a fantastic shoot because of them
2: awesome. I'm going to give a shout out to Aaron S and his friend, Kevin. They were the shooters that were at uh, the Woodview match in or Maple seed and their listeners. So I just want to say hello to them. Also to Corey Johnson, his dad, Jim. Thank you for putting us up again for another shoot. It was amazing. And finally to Mike Hessen. I got to see Mike and Sarah Hisson as well as Layla at the shoot on at Smith Falls. So it was nice to see them. Uh, Mike was ROing the IDPA stage. So it was awesome. Yeah. Brian, you got, looks like you got some shout outs too.
3: I do. uh, To the warning shot, come back, please. Please (laughs) let me, let me out of this contract that I'm in. Um, And to Fred, uh, congrats for making the, uh, the competitive team for going to Capsack and I'm hoping your team also will be going to nationals, and we get shit together.
2: So that'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be fun. All right, Patreons, no new supporters this week, but uh, for those who have been supporters, thank you very much. And also make sure that you send an email with all your uh, information so that we can send out patches. Uh, if you've uh, recently, Adriel, you sent something out that recently, haven't you? Uh are, about are once, you a make- once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. So when was the last time you sent one out?
4: Mm, month ago.
2: Okay. So within the next month, if you haven't received anything, send us an email and let us know. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Have we decided what we're going to do with the the shirts? How we are going to do that? Or just, we're still figuring that
4: mail, out. Well, I'm going to bring a bunch out to the charity shoot and okay. hopefully we meet some people out there. We, and I don't have to mail them. Yep. Um, but other than that, I'm going to go to the post office today and, uh, awesome stuff
2: yeah awesome so if you haven't if you haven't received it in a month send us an email and uh yeah so thank you everyone who has been supportive of ours it means that uh, we can do some extra things for you like those extra patreon shows but not only that it allows us to put out content every week as well with a regular show so and that's about it why don't you uh We'll uh, sign off. So please join one of our National Firearms Associations, such as the CCFR or the CSSA. Go out and support one of the advocacy groups, especially now with C-71 that's uh, going on. And check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. We have a thread there. We post the show, but we also like to talk to you as well. So give us a shout out there. And lastly, like us on Facebook. We're at uh, 1,910 likes. So that's pretty good. And other than that, what you know, Trevor? Welcome back.
0: No, you're gonna, good. You're leave Thank leave... you. Yeah.
2: yeah okay. you going to leave yeah. us with some words of wisdom?
0: Um, yeah. Join the CCFR. All
2: right. Ryan, you got anything?
3: I didn't realize how much I didn't miss Trevor until he came back. That's awesome. good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I learned Adriel. something today.
2: Adriel, what about you?
4: Drink enough water when it's like uh, 28 outside and you're at a match all day.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. And for me, I'm just going to say goodnight, everybody. Welcome back, Trevor.